And we're going, we don't need roads. Episode of Off Topic with Two Drunk Guys. I'm Sean Macy, and joining me, as always, do you like it when I say that? Joining me, as always, is Jason McDonald. Yo, yo, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I realize that you are an equal part of this relationship, and I just wanted to say that out loud, even though sometimes it may not f- make you feel that way. Oh, we're already already having a, a hug this early on. <laughs> That's nice. I like that. Oh man, what have you been up to? Well, it's been a crazy, crazy week, but I've actually knocked over some content have this you? week. Yeah, really. I'm glad. I'm glad one of us have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know you've been a mad, mad busy boy, but lots of uh, train trips and uh, a little bit. Of, oh, hello, hello. What are we drinking tonight? Got a little John Boston Power Jonathan Boston the point cans. I'm doing a Sahi again, 500 mil cans. Thank you, Asahi. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Again, you should be sponsored by those guys. Hey, yeah, I watched heaps, heaps of uh, content actually. A bit of TV, a bit of films. Did you watch any movies or? Man, I was a uh, yeah, me TV. It's where I'm at. You know that. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll well, it's gloss. easy to consume, right? On the uh, yeah, on the I, fly on in transit. When you come home after a long day and you've got an early morning, you tend to not yeah, want to bite sit size. down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Even though, although. You wouldn't call them as bite-sized as that they probably used to be. Now with, you know, HBO type things out there going for 50 minutes. Yeah. That can be quite hardcore. But 50 yeah. minutes seems to be the amount, the amount I could take. And what, what about, before we get into uh, movies and TV, what about personally? You're, you're good? You're well? You're healthy? You're, you're happy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, as you uh, mentioned before, yeah, I'm pretty busy at the moment, uh, really gearing up for um, uh, this show that we're working on. Uh, about As in tonight's show or? <laughs> no, uh, you do all the work for that one uh, <laughs> at the moment, yeah, certainly. Uh, no, um, the TV show that uh, yeah. I, I currently work on. I'm, so um, you're approaching the uh, lives very soon? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's filmed as live. Have you ever heard that term before? As live, yeah. yeah as have, live, yeah. yeah, cool. Probably from you, yeah. Yeah, so um, while it's actually not going to live to television. Live, live. Live, live. Yeah. Um, it's being filmed as if it was going live to television. It makes it easier on editing and things like that. You're not stopping and starting and yeah. telling people to so move. it's still live. It's still filming the audience's reactions live. Yeah. And yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah. good reality television. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we're getting we're getting so close. Uh, so obviously, uh, work has been ramped up a little bit yep. just to meet those demands. Well, I can't wait until it's over because I can have my Sean back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, this is why we started this, right? So we can get together on uh, weekends, have a chat. Yeah, and it's great. We've been doing it. Love it. Yeah, no, it's good. We're uh, we're actually um, this is our third month. Um, we're up to the end of our third month now. I know. It, feel, yeah. it feels like, because we did a lot of uh, testing in that, didn't we? Uh, we did, yeah. before we went to air. Yeah. It feels like we're doing it for this whole year, really. I know, forever. But no, mm. three months. Yeah, great. 
We can. Uh, when are we going to celebrate? We're going to celebrate on um, double digits, or we can wait to fifty or twenty-five. Oh, we celebrate every time we do it. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, drinking. Yeah. yeah. What are we going to do for a celebration? It's yeah, different. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we'll bring one of those little uh, popper things that you know grannies bring to um, parties and stuff. You know, you pull the string out of that little pop, and the confetti sort of goes everywhere. Dude, that's not for grannies. I love that shit. Anyone can play with that stuff. Okay. The party poppers. I think you've just shown me uh, at what age group your mind oh is. Oh, my God. That's fine. There's every 10-year-old, 15-year-old, 20-year-old, 25-year-old, 30-year-old, 35-year-old, 40-year-old, 45-year-old, 50-year-old, 55-year-old, 60-year-old, 65. A chaos for everyone. Everyone loves it. Do you know who You're also just give out, out of the loop? Do you know who also gives out too much detail? Old people. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's you, fine You know that that's our core demographic, right? I'll always be there Like the yeah. Baywatch song says I'll be there Oh, that's always. rough That's rough, man <laughs> It's more like I'll be there Oh no, that's Michael Jackson, hang on Yeah, see, I don't, I don't know I thought one was oh pretty good Oh god, this is starting really rough <laughs> Uh, so I, I did get to catch a little bit of t- TV. Can I? Do yeah, what did you watch? Yeah, yeah. I saw a little bit of CPD. I know you don't want to talk about it. So CPD is what I watched. Chicago PD. Can we talk about that? <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've uh, listened, guys, but um, I do like my Chicago PD. Jason doesn't like me talking about it. He's written on the whiteboard that I'm not allowed to talk about it anymore. But you know what? Fuck you. All right. I'm a rebel. I'll do what I want. Do what I want. Um, unless my wife tells me different, I will do what I want. <laughs> so Chicago PD, great. Watch it. You haven't watched the episode since last week? Okay. You said you would. That's fine. You didn't. There's nothing different. I get it. We've spoken about all the other big uh, things you've missed in life and or haven't caught up on. Walking Dead being one. Games of Thrones. Games of Thrones. Game of Thrones being two. Chicago PD. There's your trilogy. It definitely fits in with those two others. <laughs> Walking Dead, I saw. That oh, we're, off, we're off uh, CPD. Walking Dead, I saw. Very good. Cool. Uh, and you know what? The only other thing I've seen? What? Actually, no. I saw the last episode of um, uh, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver for the year. Oh, yeah. That was good. Okay. Enjoyed that. Enjoyed that. Oh, I just thought of another one I saw. Peaky Blinders. Season four, ep one. Oh, what? Has season a- four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season four, ep one. Wow. A- Adrian Brody. No way. Comes into this one. So Tom Hardy last season, you know, brilliant Tom Hardy. And I'm hoping that he's going to make a little bit of a cameo back this season, so that'd be good. Adrian Brody. And so far, he's come across as a really, he comes across as like an a, um, Italian-American. Okay. Um, certainly back in those days, it was Italian-American. Uh, mafia. So, yeah, he's very, very So, cool. Killian Murphy was season one. Yep. Uh, then Tom Hardy was season two with Killian? Or yeah, Killian's all the way through. He, okay. he is the, the lead the main, of yeah, this, yeah, yeah. this And program. then season three was Tom Hardy and Killian again? Or were you giving away spoilers? I don't know if yeah. Tom Hardy was in season two. I thought he came in in season two, but maybe it was three. Mm, yeah, I thought it was three, but all right. Okay. Um, you know how I am with my numbers and particulars uh, oh. just watch what yeah. i watch and yeah um then we go with the one that i want to talk about is big little lies yes i saw episode two 
Episode one was a long time ago. It was probably a month, month ago, two months ago. Yeah. Yeah, so I saw this one. Um, now I'm starting to really understand the relationship between Nicole Kidman and uh, Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah. You know, everyone told me about it. Just not just not no spoilers, of course. Um, they didn't give me any spoilers, but they just said there's a, there's a little bit of tension. It's a unique relationship in this this film, and it, it is. And they well, they commit to the roles. Yeah, that's they commi- yeah, saying, that's yeah. a good way to put it. Yeah, they yeah. they commit to their roles. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Um, and I don't know how to feel about it because I don't think they know how they feel about it. Yeah, so it's kind of awkward and sexy. well, it's an important strand of the uh, show, and it does kind of go all every episode there is something to do with that yeah definitely yeah. Yeah. and um and they both won the uh the emmys for him and they deserve it didn't they and yeah, she patched so him good. on lips oh right when she said she won, yeah all right yeah they um people have brought that up since because she gave him really good right. she, she well first of all she turned to her husband um kissed him then turned to the scars guard and gave him a big patch yeah, and she was not? just explaining that like you know that you become so close to these people on the yeah. set and you're in a moment like this where you win such a big award uh it just happens yeah yeah good good honor what's um <laughs> what's you were picturing kissing her <laughs> no, 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 no 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 um what's nicole's um husband's name just escaped me for a sec Oh, did I say it wrong? No. Carl Urban? Oh, Carl Urban, of course. Keith Urban. Keith, Keith Urban, sorry. Carl Urban. Carl, Carl Urban's the guy on yeah, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Keith, Keith Urban. Urban. Sorry, Keith. Love you. Yeah. Uh, he, oh, I, I watched the AMAs on Monday. Yeah. Uh, American I mean, I, I've got that ready to watch. But right. Well, it's yeah. not a, a surprise, but he, win, no. he wins every country award, like a country, best album, yeah, best right. song, best, they love him best artist of the year. You know, yeah. And Nicole was there and he got up and accepted, and, you know, so it's kind of role reverse without the pash. I really like their um, relationship. That's nice. As yeah, a celebrity seems, relationship. Seems good. I don't know. The but way. who knows? Yeah, exactly. And so you uh, you finished uh, Mindhunter. We, I think we spoke about that maybe. Yeah, we spoke about that last week. Last yeah. week, yep. Yeah, I definitely, uh, I missed, I saw the last episode. Uh, you know, uh, and was waiting for the next one to come along. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and yeah, I think that's really that. a, a good sign, right? So after Mindhunter, I went on to uh, The Sinner with uh, Jessica Biel and, and uh, Bill, Bill Pullman. Yeah. Um, and it's eight episodes and it's a really good watch. It's it's fun. Like it's, oh, Sorry, fun's the wrong word. It's actually quite traumatic. You said Bill Pullman? Yeah, Bill Pullman. Right. Yeah. And Is this one of his last sort of roles? Oh, I don't know. He died, didn't he? Bill no, he didn't. He's not dead. This guy died. It looks like Bill Pullman and everyone gets him mixed up with. Died last year. It's not Bill Pullman, but it's... Yeah. It's, <laughs> you've, you've given me a shock. I don't think he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, so it, it's a really good look. It's, it's made for binge watching, right? It's yeah, It's actually sure. made for that. And it's intriguing. It's, uh, the only thing is I, I recommend it to most people, but it's quite traumatic. Some of the um, flashbacks and that are quite traumatic. So if you do, if you are quite sensitive in that area and maybe you've had trauma in your life, uh, maybe just be careful of that. Otherwise, it's, um, it's really intriguing. Keeps you guessing all the time. And Bill Pullman and Jessica Biel are on fire. Are they? They're really good, especially Bill Pullman. I haven't seen Jessica Biel in anything for a while, but yeah, sorry, Bill Pullman, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just you, you. I know you of all people would appreciate his performance in this TV show. Yeah, cool. Now, whether you watch it or not is irrelevant, but yeah. I know that if you were to ever watch it, 
you would look back and go, you'd be like, yeah, he's um, he's a great actor. Right. Yeah. So watch that. Paxton. That's ah, it. Ah, Bill Paxton. Paxton. Yeah. Paxton. Nothing I like. But uh, oh. I get that. I mean, I guess I got the first same. Do you know what? I guarantee if you did a name, search right? saying, who does Bill Paxton look like? Hey, Siri. Which other actor does Bill Paxton look like? Okay, I found something on the web for which of the actor does Bill Paxton look like. Take a look. I'm going to have a quick look through this while, you know, you have a chat. <laughs> okay, this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, you keep talking about what you yeah, saw. No, or, I'm uh, glad Siri's uh, in the show. I don't know how to use Siri properly, so she's gone now. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it was Bill Pullman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, the other one that I watched, the other TV show I watched was um, something that's quite interesting. You'll hate this, I think. But Do you remember uh, Nightcrawler with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal? Uh, where he's filming um, all yes. the accents and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Mm. So Netflix have released a documentary TV series like something like... Um, uh, border security, kind of, right? Okay. That kind of feel yeah. and tone. But it's of the real-life nightcrawlers, right? Oh, and yeah. they're called stringers. And they're, like, essentially journalists to film cameramen. And, you know, we yeah. can appreciate this because we we were born with a camera in our hand, both you and Definitely, I. Definitely, yeah. Anyway, so the way that the TV show is done is really good. And it actually humanizes all the stringers, unlike Nightcrawler, where it's very, very, very dark. And Jake Gyllenhaal, you know, is quite messed up, right? Yeah. Yep. Now, I'm not saying these guys are, you know, Barbies. Like, they, they, they certainly have a certain edge edge to them. But yeah. the way they do the um, TV show is uh, they kind of pull back on a map and there'll be an incident like a, a car crash or a fire or whatever it might be or a, a um, breaking and enter, whatever it is. And then they'll pull back on the screen and they'll, they'll have those three different companies within the uh, L.A., who run this, who are stringers, right? Yeah. And they'll show where every, where they are within LA and where the incident is. And it's kind of a race to get there first, you know, because whoever gets the footage, the best footage first can sell it to the most uh, networks. Yeah. Anyway, I, I've just kind of popped one episode on just to see what it was like compared to Nightcrawler, you know, and I'm up to like episode five and it's just like What's a really, it called? Uh, Shot in the Dark. Shot in the Dark, all right. Yeah. And look, it's just a, Really interesting watch if you're in if you're into that kind of um you know true documentary, yeah yeah it's it's um it's polished up a bit of course and it's you know it's made to look a little bit more exciting than what it may be but yeah, yeah. Tr- trust me it's um if you're into shows like Border Security or those kind of things I think you might like it. I've I do I like that yeah. show so I've written it down. Okay. I think it sounds right up my alley. Yeah, so I'm um and there's some really hard stuff to look at as well, of course, but um but the great the best thing about this is that they actually humanize them unlike Nightcrawler. Um and yeah, I won't say any more. So yeah, have a look at that. Uh like yeah, I'm literally up to episode 5. That's all the TV I've watched. I did not watch any any more Stranger Things. Only up to episode 5. I'm still Crawling, speaking of crawling, crawling through that. Because you're waiting with your family to, yeah. to watch it, yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm on a holding pattern, as you know, with that. I'll wait till after Christmas so I can, uh, or at Christmas, so and I can binge. sit down and yeah, binge it. Yeah. It's not going to take long, right? It's going gonna, it's gonna to be one session for me. Because, you know, like, I've got that addictive personality, like many people do, and I know yeah. you've probably got that to some degree. But as, as soon as I can um, get my hands around it, 
I will. It's on. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's on. You will not see me until. <laughs> so you didn't see any films? Uh, no, I think the last film I, I actually got a chance to see was Justice League with you, which we we reviewed, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, already about a week and a half ago. Um, I have a mixed bag. Have you? Yeah, a very mixed bag. You know what I'm like? Because I think oh. I surprise you occasionally too when I say what films I watch and you're like, what? Yeah, exa- oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's really, like for me, this is what films are always about. What are you in the mood for? Surprise. Frustrate. I mean, it's mm. they're very close yeah. together. I hear you. And there's a common misdemeanor with me, right? And and you've even got it to a point, to a lesser degree, right? Sure. Because people know that I love film and I'm a bit of a geek and, and so forth. There's a natural assumption there that I'm like I love fantasy or Star Trek or you know I'm a Trekkie or sci-fi. Yeah, it's actually not the case. No, no, I love Lord of the Rings, but I don't like fantasy. For me, is something that I can easily take or leave. You know, big blockbuster films I can easily take or leave. Don't get me wrong, I love sitting there watching a popcorn film, but it still has to have some kind of integrity there for me you know what i mean yeah uh and and you know and sci-fi i mean you know sure i love star wars of course but i'm not an absolute nutter for any of that stuff you know yeah. the only thing i'm a nutter for in genre is would be horror as we've talked about yeah, many yeah, times yeah, on the podcast know, yeah. so therefore when i want to watch a movie and i want some downtime it's actually not any of that stuff I'm looking for those little hidden gems or a little quirky thing here or or a movie that might challenge me or a nostalgic movie, something from the 80s or something from the 90s. or That's kind of what I like watching in my own time, not the typical geeky stuff that people think I might watch. Yeah, you might you be know? getting into Sure. Yeah. I, I get that. I, I, I don't have the patience to sit through too many bombs because I know exactly because the risk you take uh, trying to find a gems obviously is – and it's a gem for a reason. It's because you have to uncover a lot of crap to, yeah. to get there. Yeah. Um, and I, I, you, I just don't have, yeah, that patience to get there. So before I go into my movies, I wanted to just uh, let you know that I received um, two red carpet premiere invites. Cool. Um, when are we going? <laughs> Can I wear my orange suit with the top hat? <laughs> uh, Dumb and Dumber-esque? Yeah. No, I, I received uh, two uh, red carpet invites for December. Oh. The first one is um, is The Greatest Showman with Hugh Jackman yeah. and Zac Efron. What, what date is that? <laughs> it's on the 20th of December. Okay, I can't go. Thanks for asking. Yeah. That's okay. Um, and <laughs> yeah, and I've invited my wife to that anyway. <laughs> yeah, as Red Carpet, well, Zac Efron will honestly, be there. Honestly, what a waste of a Hugh ticket. Hugh Jackman will be there. Um, Zendaya will be there. Yeah. Uh, so for and the director, so it's going to be a big event. Now the other cool. one that I have um, that I received was uh, for Pitch Perfect Three. I'm not interested. So premiere, right? Yeah. It's going to be at the um, uh, Entertainment Quarter. It's red carpet. It's um, uh, Ruby Rose will be there, um, and the rest of the cast, right? Uh-oh. So that's the one that I got you a ticket to. Yeah, but when is it, though? Oh, but just a second ago you said I'm not interested. Yeah, I'm not. Oh, okay. But you want to come anyway? No. How about you come for the podcast? Uh, if it's for the podcast, I'll come. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll do whatever I can for the podcast. <laughs> no, um, I'm only messing. But no. no in, in all seriousness, it's uh, Wednesday this week. 
This week? Yeah. Oh, I could probably come. You've already got someone. No, no, you no, you were it. Oh, actually? Yeah. Actually, no, I could yeah, probably I, was... I could probably come. Yeah, cool. All right, this is good. It's... We're doing red carpet, guys. Yeah, this is this is great. I'm glad we're discussing all of this uh, oh, yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> Everyone else is going to turn up and... Uh, do you want to give out the ticket number or something so you can? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, because oh, I'm I'm one degree away from um, Ruby Rose, right? One I, degree. Well, I looked after um, the Veronicas. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah they yeah. were just insanely lovely. Yes. Like so, so, so cool. Yeah, I love the uh, Veronicas. Yeah. Are they international? I think a little bit. Um, for those who listen outside of Australia. Yeah. I guess, yeah, someone else can let us know if they've heard of Leverone because if you don't come from yeah. Australia. Uh, Rebel Wilson will be there, Brittany Snow from the from the cast, uh, cool. Ruby Rose and a couple of others. So, yeah, it should be a pretty big event. Both both will be quite large premieres. And it's at Fox. This one's at Fox, yeah. Yeah, cool. So uh, would you – do you want to accept that? Is that a formal exception? exception. Uh, can we talk about that Accepting? a little bit later or? <laughs> He's taking this off air. Okay, sure. <laughs> I need to talk logistics. Yeah, I'm going to bore people with it. Never bloody what? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the invite. That's okay, mate. Yeah. No. Look, um, so the movies I saw throughout the week, I'll fly through them. I can get you a ticket to, um, to the show I'm working on if you want to come and stay with me. I've, in I've Brisbane? Got an, I've got an apartment in Brisbane. <laughs> You can come stay in the apartment with me. You've got a spare room. You can come up there. Sure. I'll get you some VIP ticks. Sounds good, man. Yeah. I'll be up for that. Yeah, because I think there's a shoot over the weekend at some point, so you can come to that if you don't want to come during the week. No, no, I'm, I'm booked up every weekend until Christmas, but... Uh, come during the week then. Okay, fine. So I watched... Uh, do you, have you heard of a movie called Breathe? Yes. Right, so I watched that during the week um, okay. at uh, Sony, the Sony Theaterette. And it's Andy Serkis's directorial debut. Mm. Andy Serkis, who we talked about on the last episode. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, with uh, War of the Planet of the Apes and, and yeah. uh, Gollum. My top five, yeah. Top five, yeah, my top five. So it's his directorial debut with Andrew Garfield in the lead and Claire Foy, who you might know from The yeah, Crown. The Crown, yeah. Yeah. Um, cool, like her. True story. So think Theory of Everything and Me Before You. It's kind of like the, those two, but it's probably a little... Whiny? <laughs> it's probably smaller than, than both Andrew those Garfield. films. No, I really like Andrew Garfield. Well, the problem is that it is a bit whiny because he can't talk very... He can't talk well because he hasn't got a... Because he's whining. A throat box or a larynx, so yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm just making fun of someone who's... Uh, <laughs> it's a true story as well. Okay, I'll just shut up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, a good film. I think when it comes out, it comes out... Uh, Boxing Day, yeah, in Australia, and I think uh, people who like those two films, like Theory of Everything or Me Before You, go watch it. Otherwise, don't worry about it. Um, we, I also watched. A, I like going back cat and eighties retro, and I watched a movie. I don't know if you remember this man. It's a movie called probably maybe a little bit before your time, as far as your age, appropriate age. The movie was Where the Day Takes You, nineteen ninety one. Does that ring a bell to you? No, I mean, 91, you're getting into... Where are you? What, you're... F- 13, 14. 13, yeah. It was a bit of an edgy movie at the time, but it was starring a lot of up-and-coming cast, who, who, who right? I'll give you some names. Yeah, yeah. Dermot Mulroney yep. was the lead. 
Sean Austin. Sorry, Sean Aston. Yep. Yep. Baltzar Getty. You remember that oh, name? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. He was he, big he at was the time. A, he was a poster boy for a long time. hundred mm. percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, White Squall, was that? Yeah, White yeah, Squall, yeah. yeah. Uh, Will Smith. Right. <laughs> Is this ringing a bell at all? No. no not at all. Uh, Ricky Lake. Lara Flynn Boyle. Kyle McLaughlin. Can I have a quick look at that? Um, yeah, sure. Just see if the uh, artwork yeah, yeah. rings a bell. Because the artwork is where I'm a very visual. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it would have been VHS. All that sort of stuff. Wow. No, a group of a group of teenage uh, <laughs> a group of teenage runaways try to survive in the streets of Los Angeles. Drugs, prostitution, violence, and bu- <laughs> and bureaucratic indifference all pose threats to the kids, who nevertheless prefer this harsh life uh, to going back to their families. Heather, somewhat older, provides some leadership and mothering to the kids. I mean, it sounds like a bore, but with those yeah, actors look, in it, you could see how... Yeah, yeah the yeah. actors what is what um, gets you across the line. But I think um, it's kind of trying to be like, a I don't know, a, a modern day at the time, modern day outsiders or something yeah. like that. You know, look, it doesn't succeed on all levels, yeah. But it's still interesting to look at the cast now and even back then, you know. Yeah, I, I, I like fair, Sean Aston plays like a complete drug addict and he overdoses and dies, and you know, far from Samwise from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, um, I would definitely be happy. So comfortable I'm getting, <laughs> I'm basically laying down. Um, I'd be com- I'd be happy to watch that. I would. Yeah, look, it's okay, it's fine. I also watched. Uh, one, <laughs> it's okay, yeah, I also watched Wonder for the second time. So Wonder's uh, yeah, with yeah. yeah, yeah, with Owen Wilson and Julia Roberts, and I took my daughter to see it. My my um, wife and daughter also saw it uh, on the same night. Did she and, move a few seats down from you? <laughs> away from you? No, um, but we all. I'm oh, sorry. We both cried together along with the entire audience. <laughs> you can't avoid but have a tear in your eye in this film. Does everyone now, get together and just sort of have a group hug before they walk out? Like, oh, almost, man. It's really weird. Like, it's not a um, it's a weepy, but it's not like a a um, beaches weepy. It's a it's just a feel good weeping. You can't help but just have a tear in your eye. And something, yeah. some tears. It's not because it's sad. It's because it's although there's some, <laughs> it, it's, it's a happy emotional feeling, you know, for the most part of the movie. And the way that they, they um, put this film together is really interesting and against grain a little bit. And yeah. I think that's why it's going to work because it's different to what you think it might be, you know. And the trailer is one way, but um, they just it's, really, it's just really good. And, and the best part about it is that the casting in this film is on point. Yeah, right. Like really, all the sub, like we were talking about a couple of episodes ago, yep. how important the, not extras are, but the, the second level, second tier actors are, and they're all brilliant, in, yeah. my, in my opinion. I, I really want to see this film. Uh, I did mention a few weeks ago, I'd love to see, and obviously it's not going to happen now, but Robin Williams, uh, even though I haven't seen the film, just watching the trailer, uh, I just have a sense that if you have a serious sort of goodwill hunting Robin Williams, in the, <laughs> he could have played. You'll you'll get this when you watch it. He could have played the principal. Yeah. Okay. And you'll. It's only a small part. Yeah. But he has a he has a moment. He has a couple of moments actually. Good. And I think that's all I wanted. You know, from a, a grandfather or whatnot. But sure, just an older gentleman in this yeah. film. And I think 
I miss Robin Williams. <laughs> now, the last film I saw of any note this week, you'll be proud of me because I do listen to you, Sean. <laughs> I do. Oh, my God. Did you watch Chicago PD? No. no. So you don't really <laughs> listen to me. I, um, I watched Gangs of New York. Oh, good. Okay. I'm happy with that. I, I, I listened back to one of those episodes just when we were doing quality assurance and and you, uh, you were really quite um, stressed out about the fact that I hadn't seen it for a while, right? Yeah. yeah I get, I get. Yeah. You know. I just feel it's on your Christmas list every yeah. year. Yeah, but it's not. But maybe it should be. But yeah. So I watched it and, yeah, man, yeah, I knew it was a great film. I've seen it twice, so I just haven't seen it a lot. And, yeah, it was great, man. Typical Scorsese, just reeks of Scorsese, which yeah. I love. Uh, and Leo, was. I remember watching it now and then back then, and it was kind of Leo's breakthrough film as a mature adult. It was when he had a bit of facial hair, because remember, he was he looked young for a long, long time. He was, he was a Baltzar Getty. Yeah. <laughs> and this was his chance to rough it up a little bit, have a bit of facial hair, and kind of grew out of that, you know, Teenage heartthrob. Yeah. You know, he even had bad teeth because it was, you know, 1890s. And, yeah. and um, you know, we've already talked about Bill the Butcher, uh, Daniel Day Lewis already. And, oh, wow. Just, uh, I, I just, I, I never forgot how good he was, but it's just wonderful to be reminded of how good that how good, character and yeah. acting was in that Man, film. Yeah. Unbelievable. So good. So I'm good. And I'm really happy you did that. Yeah. So I watched that and glad I did too. But, um, uh, yeah, and that, that was me for the movies, really. Well, let's uh, let's move on because there's a lot that's happened this uh, this week. There is, um, we're a lot to cover. Yeah, so let's we're going to go into uh, our segment news. It happened. <laughs> yeah, the shake of the head in between the news and it. Uh, so what's yeah. happening? Not a lot actually this week, to be honest. Isn't it really? No, I just not... I just prefaced this segment with there's a lot of <laughs> happened this week, and also and also yeah. I uh, I mentioned during the last segment that um, you have been doing the work lately. This is not a good look for you, mate. Oh, shut up! Because I've I've been reading a lot. <laughs> no, that, seriously, I I um. Yeah, there is just not a lot that I think are meaty enough to get on this beautiful podcast and show, right? But there is we a couple of things. We do have high standards for yeah. our news on this. <laughs> we do, we do. Yeah. And we're going to start with Kevin Spacey. No, no. <laughs> I'm only joking. Can we joke about that yet? Uh, no. I think we can. No, no, ah, fuck him. Yeah, why not? I guess, uh, yeah, you can make space jokes, spacey jokes. <laughs> no, um, Glass. Glass has uh, wrapped filming. Do you know what I'm talking about? Glass has wrapped filming. And I yeah. want to say it's like an M. Night Shyamalan You are thing. dead on, yes. Oh, so really? This is, yeah. Like, literally had no idea. Oh, well done then. Wow, I'm impressed. Just, Although you should know, but I'm impressed that you didn't yeah. have any idea. So, for those out there That's who so don't funny. know, like you, <laughs> um, <laughs> even though you just got that right, uh, Glass is uh, the sequel to Unbreakable and Split. That okay, right. Well, uh, I went my head when you said glass went to Unbreakable and the right. the cover, Mister Glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So rap. So this is the sequel to last year's Split, uh, which was a great success, and the yeah. late nineties, early two thousands. I think it is Unbreakable. Mm-hmm. Both them misunderstood. Night. That film? Misunderstood. Misunderstood. Yeah, I think a little bit. Um, still, I watched it not long ago. It's a bit slow, but it still plays really well. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah, so this is the uh, third in this little mini universe of M. Nights. But the great thing about this is it's you know, got McAvoy, it's got Bruce Willis, it's got Samuel L. Jackson in the one film. That's yeah. Even that alone is exciting for me. Um, yeah, so it's already yeah. wrapped filming, so I guess it'll be, uh, I think it's maybe a 2018 release. Yeah. The thing with um, M. Night is that he got me... Of the, we got everyone um, on the six, the Sixth Sense. Yes. Excuse me. So we're in there. Sixth Sense, we're in. Then um, I watched Unbreakable. Yeah, that was that was his second film. Mm, really enjoyed it. So you watched that in the right order. Definitely, yeah. What loved it. It's good. Yep. Then I watched The Village. Right. So Village was. Not his third film. I should know this. Or was it was his it? third film? Yeah, I think it may have been, actually. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah. Um, no, it's not. Sorry. Signs was uh, after that, after Unbreakable. Yeah. And then Village was after that. Okay. You don't believe me? No, I don't. Well, no, no. I, sorry. It's not about believe or not. I just don't. You want to get your facts right. Yeah, so yeah. Signs was after Unbreakable. Then there was The Village. And then... There was um, the water one, the water, that silly water. Oh, no, no one cares about that. We yeah. forget about it. And then our favourite, The, the Happening. Ha- is it The Happening? Yeah, the ha- no, no, yeah, no, the one before that. There's another one? Well, it was okay. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm missing a film. I'm, I'm about to have a look. Um, he, anyway, so let, I just want to talk about The Village quickly. Yeah. Because I really like that movie. Oh, again, I love the village. But again, there's a, no I, besides you, no one else I speak to um, either knows what it is or likes it at all. They hate it. I'm going to go out on a limb here, and the village is actually my most rewatchable M Night film. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like I rewatch it more than Six Sense. But it was just you know because Unbreakable. Six Sense better than that. I think Six Sense is probably the breakout hit of ever, but. Yeah, yeah, but the, I love the villain. I love it. It's one of my favorite films. Probably my top twenty films of all time. Like it really is. Yeah, good. Well, resonates it, with me big time. In terms of like um, twists, I didn't really care for the the um, like Unbreakable. I mean, in terms of a twist or anything like that, it wasn't it wasn't that sort of film. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the fact that it was based on a comic. But I really okay. felt that the village did well in keeping you in this world and not really saying. Well, what's happening outside of this? It kept you in this story of um, their village and this uh, possible monster. Yes. So it didn't even ask the questions about what's beyond. Really, like to and me, it, it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Like it was. It was ven- what 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 happens if you venture into the forest? Not what what happens if you venture beyond yeah. the forest. It was a big trick. Yeah. You did it so well. So what's the um, order of films? So we've. <laughs> I feel like I'm missing wrote, one though. He screenplay. He wrote Stuart Little. <laughs> nineteen ninety nine. Really? Yeah. So screenplay. Nineteen ninety nine. Stuart Little. Isn't that weird? <laughs> That's super weird. Okay, so we're going with um the Sixth Sense. Yep. Yep. Tick. Um, Unbreakable. Tick. Signs. Tick. Uh, didn't mind Signs, but wasn't wasn't one of my favorites. They needed the village. Tick. Uh, Lady in the water. Lady in the water. I said water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Can you remember that? I don't even think I've seen it. No, it's, it doesn't register. It's okay. Look, it's not The Happening, <laughs> but it's not The Village or Unbreakable yeah. or Six Sense either. Then The Happening? What? No. <laughs> the Last Airbender. Hey, can, I, can I stop there for a second? <laughs> yeah. If anyone hasn't seen The Happening, right, <laughs> I dare you to, to sit down and watch it as a, as a joke. Now, I don't know if I've told you this story, Sean, but I, sat, I actually did it and played a trick on the girls. When they were about, you know, 15 and 13 or something, I sat them down and, yeah. and I said, oh, Mark Wahlberg, Zoe Deschanel. They liked Zoe Deschanel from Bridge to Terabithia. And I um, I said, let's sit down and watch this movie. Didn't tell them anything about it, knowing it was just a horror right? horror film, sorry, a shocker. And they watched it and about three quarters of the way through or halfway through, and they're sitting there kind of looking at each other going, is this for real? You know, but I made them watch the whole thing. And then in the end, they're like going, Dad, that was shit. And I just cracked up laughing. I said, sorry, but you had to watch it because... Because you you, you saw it. It would have flicked yeah, it on somebody else. I had to put it through there. You were sick, my friend. Yeah. Like, That's right. <laughs> I'm waiting for like the funny part to start and all I see is like, you know, child abuse. <laughs> oh, no, right. Exactly. Well, now I can get rid of it. Now it's on them now. Oh, yeah. It's like tag. Yeah. yeah. It's what my father did. It's what my father's father did. <laughs> he made me sit down and watch this movie. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Anyway, where were we? Oh, anyway, look, so I got the yeah. um, M. Night sequence right. That's good. Yeah, good. And, and look, in terms of films, just quickly, Last Airbender and After Earth. Yeah, bad. Oh, he hasn't, hasn't had a great, you know. Well, he's come time. back well with The Visit and, um, and Split. Great film. I haven't seen The Visit. Is that right? It's good fun. Okay. It's a bit, yeah, I don't know whether you'll love it, personally. It's like a handheld kind of thriller. Oh. Ask a lot of questions like a lot of his films do. I really enjoyed it. And it's kind of a bit funny, a bit humor, humorous. Two siblings become increasingly frightened by their grandparents' disturbing behavior while visiting them on vacation. Write-ups really aren't that great, are they? <laughs> Speaking of write-ups, my next uh, news... It happens. <laughs> we need a camera on that one. <laughs> um, on. Now, yeah, yeah, last week I told you about the uh, Tarantino has found a new home uh, with Sony oh, yeah, for his yeah, new yeah. film. Well, this week we have a plot, which may or may not be authentic. <laughs> what is it? Right, so imagine <laughs> when I read this out, obviously he's, um, he's kind of trying to get Cruz, DeCap. Pitt Jackson. Yeah. So this is the official, sorry, unofficial plot summary. The movie focuses on a male TV actor who's had a one-hit series and is looking for a way into to get into the film business, right? It's ni- 1969. Oh this is heading into porn, isn't it? <laughs> 1969. His sidekick, who was also a stunt double, is looking for the same thing. The horrific murders of Sharon Tate and the four of her friends by Charles Manson, Manson's cult, uh, cult of followers, serves as a backdrop to the main story. Okay. Interesting, huh? Now, can not I... Not what I would usually think about. No, but it's intriguing, as most of his stuff yeah. is. But the first thing I think of is um, stuntman Mike in... Uh, in Death Proof, what's he? You, know, you remember? Stuntman Mike, played by Kurt, Kurt Russell, is yeah. um, 
uh, stuntman. <laughs> so what if I'm trying to work out the timelines? What if the stuntman was was stuntman Mike? That'd be pretty cool. Does that work? Can Kurt Russell come back into this? Yeah, what? well, it could be a pre because he's he's an up and coming. Yeah. And I reckon he's got Tom Cruise as the in mind for the male TV actor who's had one hit series, TV series. Oh, it's, yeah. Not Brad Pitt. Well, he's too old for that role. Well, I guess Tom Cruise would be too. So maybe it's yeah. Leonardo, Leo. Yeah. Oh my God. Hey, you know what? Doesn't matter. Just put them in a movie. You know what? Remake Reservoir Dogs with all of these actors. <laughs> Doesn't need to. <laughs> They're all great. And do you know what? That's all I've got for um, uh, news. It happens. <laughs> Your head shakers. It's good. <laughs> yeah, it's getting good. I... <laughs> We should make that a boomerang on Instagram. Oh, yeah, Do you yeah. know what a boomerang is? We'll show you. Yeah, I, I've seen it a little bit, yeah, where like yeah. you start from back one position and it goes yeah. and boomerangs back. Yeah. Uh, I probably yeah. won't do that, but yeah. The only other thing that's a bit weird out of uh, news is John Lasseter, who's the uh, chief creative officer of Pixar, has stepped away for um, taking a formal leave of absence due to unspecified missteps. Oh, God, he's been bringing in all the princesses <laughs> Disney. I like that. He's a princess that's fetish. That's uh, who knows what the hell that is. Mm. But that's a volunteered thing, so that's a bit weird. Um, well, we're going to head on to our uh, favourite segment, our favourite segment of the show, Box Office Predictions. <laughs> Box office predictions. We are here to go through what the films have done in the US. Uh, yes. This yeah yeah this year, but we also have a competition that we uh, we run. What? And yeah. No. <laughs> you wish it was like that, right? No, right. Um, Jason, uh, as part of his job, he needs to uh, sometimes predict or at least understand how films are going to work when they come to Australia. So uh, understanding how it works in America, understanding what they'll do at the cinema, definitely helps um, inform his decisions when it comes to working with home entertainment. How are we going, Jason? What's the, what's the score here? The you know? score is 3-1. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's really First to five. Yeah, first to five. Really yeah. good, really good. How, um, are you three or one? Um, one. Cool. Um, now, the unfortunate thing for Jason is that because I run this segment, this is my little baby, uh, I get to make up the rules as we go along. It's your house. Yeah. Yeah. It's my house. <laughs> and if I don't like it. Well, can I leave? No, yeah. that's the problem though. I can't <laughs> leave. I'd be happy to leave. Uh, would you? That makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> this segment. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, so, so what are I'm we doing? We're, we're reviewing what? Uh, today we're going to review Blade Runner 2050. Oh, yeah. I know how I went on that one. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, 2050. Oh, I like what yeah, you did there. Yeah. You see, like you get 1.32 seconds to, uh, to catch up on these things. You got me. My yeah. mouth was open. <laughs> uh, so Blade Runner 2049. I can imagine everyone sitting at home. What's that, what's that guy I emailed a few weeks ago? Um, Oh, um, Eddie. Eddie, Eddie, yeah. Yeah. He was sitting in his chair with his 4X. 
You're just typing away. Spaz it out, threw it up to the... Yeah, mm. exactly. Writing to our email again. Yeah. Complaining. It was 49. It was 49. Uh, <laughs> is that what you're talking about? If no. you can't see, uh, Jason was just giving the Rain Man rock. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great song. Um, <laughs> that was good. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Uh, we should make a song like that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Can you make a song like that anymore? No. If you want to make... Well, I think you could. Like a Rain Man rock can. song? Yeah. I think you can. Let's do that. We should. Yeah. Rain Man Rock. How would it go? Would it be like a um, R&B oh, style or just like techno, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Rain Man Rock, Rain Man Rock. <laughs> you, you, you could do that because it sort of fits in. I was kind of thinking of more um, country rock, like back into like the Eagle Rock. a bit. Like the Eagle Rock. the Rain Man Rock. Come on, fatty. Come, come on, trouble. I'm your man. I don't know how to sing that song. Or Rain sing. Or sing. Rock. So probably, we, have, we have that problem, that downfall. Yeah, like we're very talented, <laughs> but we cannot sing. No. Uh, um, you know what? I'm going I'm to do it. What the hell were we talking I'm gonna about? I'm going to record it during the week and, um, and play it. All right, Can next I episode, I want, I want to hear a little rendition All of right. Rain I'm going to write Rock. this down because yeah, otherwise right I, I'm useless at remembering. So I've got Shot in the Dark. Yep. Uh, and I'm also going to go with um, uh, Rain Man Rock, Rock song. Oh, man, it's coming. Cool, I like it. It's coming. So what were we actually talking about, though? Um, we're talking about um, <laughs> Blade Runner 2004. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you trying to get what? out of this? Uh, uh, and I was explaining why uh, you're good at this sort of stuff. Yeah, um, clearly. 3-1. <laughs> and what, what happened with Blade you, Runner? You've just had some real doozies, Can man. You, like, I know, right? Real, you know, it's just, a really interesting time of the year. Yeah. And there's been some like lefts and rights What everywhere. we need to do is pick this during the uh, American summer. Yeah. The blockbuster season. Yeah, easy. Right, yeah. Or popcorn, popcorn films. Except fairly... for Pirates and Transformers underperform, but yeah. Mm. Anyway, so how do we go? Me. Rip the rip the bandaid off, okay. Sean. Rip it off. Just rip it off. Go, go, right. go. You gave us eighteen million Australian. You gave us. Yep. The Australian box office gave us twelve point eight. Okay. So clearly aren't over, but um. So you missed a third. Yeah. If you had to put chunk. it into like that, that's, fair it is chunk. a fair chunk. Um, but maybe the US will redeem you. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So you gave us a hundred and. 80 at the US. Okay. Uh, the US box office gave us 90. Wow. So you're so on 50%. Half. Wow. There. So what's interesting there too is the uh, Australia has over-indexed the US by, you know, 25%, 20, 20-odd, 20 25%. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, not sure what that's about. But it's funny, I read an article only today on Blade Runner. Right, and, yeah. Um, and Denis Villeneuve. Uh, the director. <laughs> I don't think his name's that hard to pronounce. <laughs> no, he's French Canadian. It's not like M Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan, easy. Is that what it is? That what it is? Shyamalan, yeah. I was trying to make a joke, but thanks uh, yeah, for correcting no, no. me so easily. But Denis Villeneuve. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get that French thing out at the end. Um, he wrote saying, "I can't un- understand the box office cor- correlation. Why it hasn't been successful? The critics loved it, and it was praised, and it's his most." critically well-received film he's ever done. Yeah. I think you've got a lot of fans in that, in the, that critic circle, right, of, of that series. Well, all that it means song. is it doesn't mean that if it's a 
critically received that it's going to be a box office success. Mm. You know, I mean, critics see movies differently to the average punter. So, you know, and I think you and I are more the average punter than a critic for sure. Right? Definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and even Shane, who we have as our you know movie uh, expert, he, I mean, he's some. He's actually quite. I think he's got a nice view on as a critic as well, right? He can be critical, but he's also a um, just loves film as well, right? And kind yeah. of reviews pretty positively for for the most part, you know. So maybe we can uh, do an open source like like Rotten Tomatoes in a way. But maybe you and I should do an open source um, critics page, if, if, if you want to call that an app or whatever. Because w- what place do critics have if they, like, I don't know, what's the point of a critic? It's a, it's a pretty good point, just that alone, pretty good statement. I, I actually don't know. Yeah. I mean, put it this way, right? I mean, they're experts, they are experts in the film, but the, in their field, sorry. But they are critiquing art. Right? Yeah. So I guess that's how they look at it. But the box office is all about... What about the business? General people and bums on seats, right? Yeah. And they don't look at their art the way that critics look at the art. It'd be just like us coming up to a painting oh, yeah. and just saying, oh, that looks good. Yeah. And But the critic will go, well, hang on, you've missed the you know the broad strokes or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And they critique it. And we're like, yeah, but I don't like the look of it. Or, yeah, it looks good. That's about as far as... Will or I pay my seen, money to go see it or will I not? If you've seen a Deadpool um, uh, you know, yeah. the new trailer during the week, <laughs> he's like, so, yeah. I'm just going to whack off again for a second. <laughs> I can't do it. Wait. <laughs> oh, no, it's not working. Right, I've got to get the sound effects right. right. Okay, right, right. Hang on. Hang on. He, he's, he's actually just drying his, uh, his paintbrush. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's drying his paintbrush. Oh, I don't think it's going to work. All right, I'll try. No, no, okay, feedback. fail, big fail, <laughs> big fail. Try this before you do the show, Sean. <laughs> or we could do the uh, we could do the pump up the volume. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. <laughs> we looked at each other. I had something ready to go. No, too far. So this line. has been my problem with critics the whole time. That there's no correlation between you know general public bum, bums on seats and what they think. Yeah. And then Denny, the director's going, I don't understand. Well, I can tell you, mate, that the general public don't think like critics. They well, don't. And critics were important, really important, when we didn't have the internet. Because you needed access to someone telling you what the film was about. So you found someone you trusted. You yeah. generally watched well, You them. open the newspaper and there'd be a three or four or five star thing. And, and you go, oh, okay, all right. Well, that's someone. Yeah. But, but that, other than that, you unless you're watching television, because you couldn't record anything at the time when really they were as important. So today, when you've got access to reading everything that's happening on a film set almost as it happens, yeah, you can kind of make up your own mind if you if you want to be involved in that. I can tell you that the uh, top five rentals of this year in home entertainment would all five of them would be well under fifty percent on Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes. So what does that tell you? Yeah, but but I mean, Rotten Tomatoes has the capacity for fans as well. Like, so under- yeah, so f- sorry, you're right. So from a critical point of view, they oh, will right. be under fifty yeah. percent. Yeah, and you you often find with that with those kind of films, the user ratings or the audience ratings would be higher. Yeah. All right. I think you and I are going to have to have a real deep conversation about this off uh, off this podcast and yeah. come up with something to uh, we're going to revolutionise the way that we review things. Well, it frustrates me. Clearly, it frustrates studios because they're now having embargoes on Rotten Tomatoes and all this kind of stuff that we've talked about a little yeah. bit. 
And I just think that if I'm a general viewer who just likes movies, I think you should be um, able to just go to a, a website or, or listen to this podcast, you know, and, and just kind of get a feel for what a general person would would think of the film. Yeah. Not a critic, because that's not who's watching the film in, in mass. Yeah. Okay. We need to think about this. This is going to happen. Yeah. Um, so uh, with that in mind... Unfortunately, I don't think I can give you this one as well. <laughs> You'd be banging on like an expert for five minutes and I've got this completely wrong anyway. <laughs> All right, so, so that's 4-1, yeah? That's 4-1. First to five. 4-1. Okay. You, but do you know what? I, I'm going to take this as a positive. Australia. Uh, sure. Like, you know, I know that we have other countries that listen, but Australia loves the underdog story. <laughs> you know, uh, this is just the perfect opportunity for you to come back. To rise. Yeah. Yeah, we talk about this forever. This will go all over social media about your comeback win and all that sort of so stuff. It's a comeback story. It's a, it is definitely a comeback story. Mm. I can tell you've been producing for the last four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> TV. Yeah. Um, so what are we looking at now that we're going to do Daddy Time 2, yeah? Well, yeah, I mean, look, I wanted to see that. Uh, you know, I'm not going to go bore you with the whole story, but I, I was going to go see that on um, uh, a couple of nights ago. The, the unfortunate problem is that Justice League and Thor Ragnarok, especially Thor Ragnarok being so popular still, and Justice League being out, they're dominating the late sessions. Yeah. So things like, you know, a first release of Daddy's Home 2, which you would imagine would dominate the week. Unfortunately, they're not giving any late night sessions. It's, you know, sort of 8.30s. And especially so, even a movie like Wonder. No hope. Oh, no. I mean, every time I looked for Wonder... Uh, at the time I was ready to go, it was, what are you mm. seeing the next day? That type of thing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But that's fine. It's just it's just the way it is. And I'm, I'm very happy that Justice League and uh, Thor are doing so well. So, um, I haven't seen it. That's what, that's my point. I really want to see it. So tell me, you've, I know you've seen it. You've seen it twice, haven't you? Might once. I know, I've seen it once. I saw it a couple of months ago. But um, what we'll do is I'll save my small review for our uh, My Top 5 because that leads into our category for My Top 5. Yeah. But I will give you the box office prediction right now. Oh, I'd, I'd love that. Yeah. So you got, you got a pen? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I will do a pen. <clears throat> I will tell you one thing. The first one, the first Daddy's Home did $150 million in the US and $15 million in Australia. So that was that was a big hit for an original concept or film. Mm. Yeah, anything over a hundred million in the US is is a good hit, especially being a, an original. Uh, and anything over ten million here. So and okay. and as you can see, one hundred and fifty million and a fifteen million Australian is a direct ten percent correlation. It was super funny, wasn't it? Like, yeah, it was so good. good. So my prediction on Daddy's Home Two is eighty five million. US 85 and 9 million Australian so I'm, I'm actually predicting a big downturn here and some of it's because of what you're saying yeah with Thor and Justice League yeah. it's just up against it yeah and and, and, and in terms of uh, analyzing your uh, predictions and to what they've come out you've always been over the top yeah, I have. Yeah, um, and it's, yeah, it, it is actually a bit of a that. it's a bit a bit of a characteristic of mine. I'm always, you know, positive and yeah. you know, kind of. Um, the only one you were under, which we all agreed, uh, is not your fault. <laughs> it's not your fault. Yes. I, is it? Yeah. yeah. So, 
Yeah, that's my that's my expectation. Now, now, one thing I can't quite work out. I'm sure it's got to do with studio programming, but why would you not? You've got Justice League, Thor, and Star Wars coming up, right? Why would you not put Daddy's Home Two on Boxing Day? Oh. Or Christmas time in Australia and the US. Guess what? The whole film is freaking Christmas, Christmas themed, right? Uh, yeah. Bad Mums Two. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Bad Mums Two are Christmas. Bad Mums or whatever the hell yeah, it's yeah, called. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you put that at Christmas as well? Those two at Christmas completely make sense, and they would. They would. Um, put it at the beginning of the holidays at least, or something. Yeah, it would inflate the box office and and all that. You know, it's weird. Mm. Anyway, sure. I think traditionally, though, box office now uh, is, you know, you have certain times a year that you release the films you want to make the most amount of money. Sure. Have the capabilities to do that. Rather than a film that might make more money than it's supposed to, you want to put, like, the Lord of the Rings on there that you know will make... Well, I can tell you that our Christmas lineup is is not massive, Mm. man. You've got um, Downsizing, which is is quite a quirky and unusual film for Boxing Day, right? Yeah, um, the only big, big blockbuster kind of on Boxing Day yeah. is The Greatest Showman. If you feel that that is a blockbuster, you know, well, and good for that studio, whoever's uh, yeah, Fox, I think yeah. But I mean, you know, clearly it'll do very, very well in Australia because of Hugh Hugh Jackman. But yeah, we'll see. Anyway, um, now box office around the world, around the country. You want to have a look? Top five, top five. Yeah. So Australia, we have uh, number five is Jigsaw. Jigsaw is now at um, 2.4 million in Australia. Bad Mums 2 has already been released here, and that's number four, and that is 8.5 million. Okay. So I had 9 million on Daddy's Home 2, so it's kind of got to do the same thing. Yeah. Number three is Thor Ragnarok, which you said was still playing heavily out there. That's at $30 million. Like, Wow. I did $2.6 million last week. So that'll do $35 million more. And I think, didn't I? Actually, that could be a point to me once we have a, re- a review of that. I think I said over $35 million. Thor? Hmm. I, I think we lost that one in the wash somewhere. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> I will find it. Well, the comeback could be happy. I have a special already. set of skills. I can't say it. <laughs> I have a special set of skills. I will go and find it. Um, Is that your impression? Of yeah, <laughs> that was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I told you my accents are shit, and I really hate it because I'd love to be good at accents. Oh yeah, sure, but I can't. Anyway, uh, murder on the Orient Express is at nine point one million dollars. That's pretty decent, in Australia. And Justice League yep. for the first week is $10 million exactly. For the first week, 10 mil. Yeah, which is good. not That's bad. Fine. Not bad. Yeah. Number one in Australia is 19... No, it was over 20 million. Was, what was that? 19 million was Harry Potter yeah. 7 Part 2. Sure. Look, you'd like Justice League to do better, but listen to our review uh, as to why it probably won't do more yeah. than that. Yeah. Um, uh, now, America, just fly through that. Probably very similar. America, you got uh, number five is Murder on the Orient Express, which is at 51.7 million. Uh, we have Thor Ragnarok at 
250 million. I think I said 370 there or something like that. Uh, Wonder opened at number two at 27 and a half million. That's all right. Because I think that's going to have a good word of mouth too. So it will have legs. Yeah. And number one is Justice League as well. And that did 93 million, 93.8 million now. I can tell you the Justice League is the smallest opening of any DCEU film to date. Yeah, and, and it's I don't its think, temple. I don't, it's, I don't it's, think that's Justice League's fault. I think that's the fault of all the other films that came before it, besides Wonder Woman. Yeah, look, it's a good way of looking at it. Um, maybe, maybe, but well, Wonder Woman. Hang on, but Wonder Woman was a massive success, and that was the very last film before this film. Yeah, but I don't think people see Wonder Woman and DC. Like honestly, mm. you see Batman, you see Superman. And they've failed with those films for too long. Um, well, they didn't in box office, but the films itself, did they deliver to the masses? Maybe not, right? Yeah, maybe not, but yeah. those those movies were actually finan- financially successful. This is the only film that could actually be not financially successful for them. And this is their Avengers. I just want them to do better. Do you know Avengers opened at uh, um, 200 million? <laughs> like it literally double. Yeah. Anyway. We've spoken just, about that enough. Just listen to the fans, people. Listen to the fans. Yeah. You know, as much as I want Jared Leto to be involved in as a Joker, just get a Joker character going. Yeah. Get them, stick with them. Build, um, if you have to, build around the bad guy. Don't be Avengers. Don't do exactly, you know, think outside whatever box you need to. So build it around whoever you need to. You, if if Batman's not working for us because of the fact that we've ruined him a little bit, fine. Build it around Joker. Do you know I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right? The the worst thing that happened about this film was that and this is with respect to everyone, and this is my opinion, right? The worst thing that could that happened to this film is that Zach left. Now you know what I think of Zack Snyder. Sure. His storytelling is not the best, right? Yeah. But visually amazing, and I still really enjoyed Man of Steel and BVS. But not perfect films by any means. Um, the worst thing that happened here is he left. Joss Whedon came in, who I still respect, you know, and he went and changed it. What they should have done is got some director, any director who just knows how to direct properly, and continue Zack Snyder's story and finish it the way it was intended to be. So then we'd still be sitting here whinging about the story narrative being a bit off, but it would fit well within BVS and Man of Steel. Then after that, take it into, like you've said, Chris Nolan owns it and so forth and so on, right? What they've done here is you've got DC, DC's Zack Snyder at the moment because he's done three of the four films, right? Or three of the five. Then you've got Joss Whedon, who's Marvel, ex-Marvel coming in, adding the Marvel thing to it. And it re- like when you watch Justice League, that's all I see. Sorry, that's it's just that inconsistencies and the inconsistencies that lie within the, the Marvel-esque humour. And... Um, if you like the passion, that you, you can go to our review uh, <laughs> of Justice League. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. We've been over this Nobody's ground. Yeah, I'm yeah. in trouble. <laughs> I think I just got in trouble. All right, so I'll, I'll stop. But, um, you know, look, not everyone really can... really annoys me. I, I, I'm angry. I, I wouldn't have guessed. <laughs> everyone, everyone who doesn't get a chance to uh, go out to the cinema and see a film, not everyone can do that. Sometimes you've got to sit at home with your cats knitting your socks. <laughs> they enjoy their home entertainment. 
Oh, yes, I do, yeah. Nice segue. Have we got a jingle for this? Home Entertainment is, uh, we're, we're going to rearrange this a little bit. We're not going to do a top five in Home Ent because we're always going over uh, um, old ground, really. So what we're going to do is have a look at the releases coming out at Home Ent on this platform every week. So we're always looking at new stuff and it'll be big, small and otherwise, right? Some of you will know, some of you won't. So the releases for this week are... <laughs> what are they? <laughs> Sean's lost the plot. This is a little joke that was off. Uh, I know, off, off camera. Off camera, yeah. <laughs> oh, mic. Off uh. mic. This is a microphone. <laughs> they can't see us. When are we going to learn? Jason is a dirty, dirty boy. <laughs> um, the, the first film is Hitman's Bodyguard with Samuel L. Jackson Love and Ryan it. Reynolds. Yeah, right. So that'll be a massive renter. It'll be massive. It was a little bit softer, the box office. And my review, to be honest, is a little bit... Um, it's a bit off for me. It's not fine, but I mean, yeah. without even seeing it, I already know that if I was a manager of a store, I would have oh, been pumping up my volume. Yeah. And but who doesn't want to watch this on a Saturday night at home? Just you know, it's a no-brainer, right? Yep. Uh, Girls Trip is also released. Cool. I've got to see that as well. Yep, which is fine. That's one of the better comedies of the year. Yeah. Uh, the Dark Tower. So it's a pretty big week actually. Well, we're going oh. into December, so it's. I could do big. a whole um, triple threat. Yeah. Dark Tower is released now. There's you know. There's some things to like about this film, but overall, for me, it was quite disappointing compared to it that we've spoken about yeah, many yeah. times. Uh, and then I, I thought I'd throw this one in. Uh, Conor McGregor's Notorious ah. is released this week as well. So if you remember, it was out of the movies uh, a couple of weeks ago, movie. like on two sessions. Yeah. Mm. Um, and yeah, so it's released on... Have you seen it yet? No, I haven't Good. actually. Okay. I'm looking forward to that. I've yeah. probably seen most of the footage, to be honest, because yeah. I'm a massive, massive fan. But it's fan. the way they sort of carved the story together, I guess. And Correct. And a little yeah. little bit of uh, tidbits here and there. And mm. and the last one I wanted to mention was a movie called uh, Lost City of Zed. Have you heard of that? Uh, no. No, I can't say I have. I, I feel I have, but no. So Lost City of Zed is, has got Robert Patterson from Twilight. Yeah. It has Tom Holland from Spider-Man. Okay. And it has Charlie Hun- Hunnam from uh, your your mate. Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> yep. Mm. And, uh, yeah, so that that's also released as well. Um, it's a long and fairly slow movie. But if you like the cast, maybe there's something for you. I think I think I could give that a go, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it might be up your yeah. alley a bit. Yeah. No, I, I, I like the cast enough to be able to, to start that. We'll see how we go. Hmm. That's uh, home entertainment for this week. Is that it? Yes. <laughs> We're going to move into... Sorry, the joke's still playing in my head. I can't, I can't get over this. We're going to move into uh, my top five. Your top five? Because it's my top five. My top five. <laughs> My top five every week. We like to look at our little um, a little list. Why do we like to look at this little list? Well, Jason has a little story. Take you down memory lane. Tell us about it. Well, it started with uh, when I was about 16, 17. My parents came home. They said, oh, my God, 
I've seen you, Jason, in a film, and it's called High Fidelity. Yeah. I'm like, what? What Great are you film. talking about? Yeah. yeah. They go, this, these two guys own a mu- uh, music store or record record store, and all they do is talk about top five subgenres, genres, subcategories, categories of categories, inside categories, layers of layers, uh, top five, top five, top five. Uh, and I'm like, okay. And they're like, that's all you talk about every day, top five of all these subcategories. So, yeah, that's how it was kind of born, and they really? stole it off me, I think, really. Yeah. And yeah. Anyway, we thought we'd bring it into the uh, podcast because it's fun to look at different um, top fives. Yeah, I love sub sub genres and that that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, sub sub is sub. I like subs. Um, footlongs, good sub subs. Yes. Ah, so we did there. Yeah, yeah. yeah subways. So look, we thought, given uh, that we are kind of profiling Daddy's Home to a little bit. We thought we could do a top five, my top five, yeah, and your top your, five, yeah, yeah, in um, comedy sequels. Yes, comedy yeah. sequels. Do you know what comedies are? My second favorite genre of all time. I love comedies. They're a no-brainer for me, and that's why that's how I like to watch them. When I'm just really you know exhausted, just yeah. whack on a comedy. <laughs> And enjoy enjoy that, right? <laughs> you do. You have to do that sometimes. Uh, it's a long week and, you know, you need a release. Um, so you tend to have to um, watch and you know, relax. With just your, whack one on. Just whack one on. Yeah, or off. Just, you know. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um... Um, but uh, drama comedies, dramedies are my favourites. Right. Of all time. Okay. Because I love something that can turn on a dime, something that's mm. very dramatic and make you laugh, and then, even better, coming from a high of a laugh to a real quick low. That will get me crying in, in a second. Yeah, I do, li- I do like that genre as well, actually. Mm. And the funny thing is with uh, comedy sequels is that they're notoriously bad. Well, right. se- sequels altogether are bad, Altogether right? are bad, but yeah. there's still some that are better or equal or just less than the original, right? Yeah. The comedies are notorious for being just nowhere near the original. So it's actually a pretty hard list to it's come up with It's kind of like a, a business five. model, right? Where they're like, yeah. What happens so yeah. often, and Daddy's Home 2 and Bad Mums 2 are ex- ex- classic examples of it, where the, the first, two, first originals were very successful out of mm. nowhere. So they punch out a sequel and get a script written as soon as they can. Yeah. And make this film and guess what? <laughs> it doesn't yeah, well, doesn't uh, deliver on, on the original. Definitely not. Yeah. And look, the, the way we're going to have to work this is uh, I'm going to go five, you're going to do your five, and then we're going to go four, four. What happens after three, that? Three, three, two, okay. two, one, one. Do you get that? Like, does that, does that help? Does it make I'm sense? I'm happy with that. Can I just give you my Good, quick yeah. review on Daddy's Home too? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'll listen to that. Oh, just a quick one. Yeah, look, I won't even talk about. No, actually, um, I, I do want to hear it. I forgot you had said it. I won't even talk about what we know about the film, really. Mm. Um, what I will tell you is, it is for the most part good. Now, critically, it's been panned. It's at seventeen percent on Rotten Tomatoes yeah, by critics. Mm. And that, yeah, come on. I mean, look, you can pick it apart. Of course, you can. But guess what? I had some laughs. Yeah. And I had most of my laughs came out of um, naturally Will Ferrell for me because I, I think he's – I just laugh at him, yeah. you know, with him and at mm. him. But most of the laughs for me came out of uh, John Lithgow and Mel Gibson. I just thought they were great. Yeah. And they played to that really well. And uh, 
yeah, look, the only thing the only thing I didn't love about this film, to be honest, because I was enjoying it for the most part, sorry, is um is the last act is a little bit naff when the they do a big whole Christmas thing at the end, and I just didn't that in a cinema. It's it's kind of a bit forced. Yeah, I've been really picky, and by this stage, I've already had heaps of laughs, so I'm actually don't I don't really care. Yeah, right. But from a critic's point of view, they'd be like, oh no, you can't do that. That's shit. Yeah, and seventeen percent. You know, critics but, are just shooting themselves in the foot. Like eventually, they're just going to be not needed. Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. maybe. But like with, by doing that sort of hardcore, I haven't seen a film, so yeah. I, I guess I, I might come back and go, no, seventy percent. There's I some agree. redeeming qual- uh, qualities about the film. Like it's not bad. It, the way you know how you should judge a comedy, how 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 often you laugh. That's its job, not right? The, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Not not the um, you know, layered story and and the acting and that's all part of it, of course, yeah. to make you laugh. But it should be purely on were you entertained. Did you have a good time and did you have multiple laughs? If they're all three ticks, well, that's a good comedy. Yeah. You know, for me. Definitely. Uh, if you don't get a laugh, that's a that's a bad comedy. Now, if critics didn't get a laugh here and there with John Lithgow, Lithgow and Mel Gibson, well, I don't know. <laughs> I also really like John Lithgow mm. and oh, Mel Gibson and Mark Wahlberg, John Cena. Like, I just don't see how I can't like this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I think you'll like it. So it comes down to my review being, if you like Daddy's Home 2, uh, 1, and you like Mel Gibson and or John Lithgow, go out and see it at the movies. Yeah. If you didn't really care too much for for Daddy's Home 1 or you don't really love Will Farrell because he can be a bit um, pol- uh, polarising, maybe just wait for Home End or even subscription. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, good. Uh, I'll let you know as soon as I see it. Yeah, I, you, I think you, I put you into the category of movies at the cinema. Oh, definitely. Yeah, uh, definitely. Hang on to go see this yeah. now. All right. Top five. Are you My ready top for this? five comedy sequels. Yes. With 27 honorable mentions. I went um, last week, I went first. So how about you go, your top five? Oh, really? Yeah, your number five. Because then you can ruin it before me this time. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Do it. This is like torture for me. Why? Because I have 20. No. <laughs> no. Um, okay, so for me, I'm going to start with... When did this start, can I ask? Like, at what age did you realise you couldn't stick to, um, like, a... Well, what it's really quantity, about is I'm passionate quantity. about movies, right? So it's kind of a running joke, you know. Give me your top five, okay? Sure, I got I got twenty, I got ten, I got fifteen, I got seventeen. But isn't like you you said it yourself, like a, a good comedy really should be judged on how many laughs you get, shouldn't also a joke? Yes. Yeah. Why? You just said it's a running joke, and I'm just telling you, it's not funny. That, okay. was, that was a really mean way of me doing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm really hurt. I know, you look hurt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with uh, number five. I'm going to go with uh, Father of the Bride 2. You didn't expect that, did you? Fucking scratch that off. Oh, you had it on there? No way. I had it a lot further down the list. Oh, oh really? No, no, look. Yeah. I don't like to... Um, you know, crossover on the past. I'll leave it there. It's fine. I thought. It's fine. I thought. Um, 
you know, look, Father of the Brides are, are fun films. They're light. They're, they're kind of oh, happy. They yeah. feel good, real feel good. Yeah. But I just thought Father of the Bride 2, for me, was equal to maybe a little bit less than the, the original, but not much. Yeah. Like, it was just really they're a great enjoyable. duo of films. Yes. Yeah. Agree. And we've said a million times that comedy sequels are tough. They're hard to really be Definitely. equal to the... And I really miss, like, and I really miss that style of comedy. Yeah. I really miss Steve Martin. A nice family. You know? Steve yeah. Martin has had some great uh, uh, films. Yes. Uh, so I miss him a lot. So um, my five is Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Yeah, and look, I, I um, when I was having a look at this, I mean, you know, you got, you got Wayne's World 2, you've got Austin Powers 2. Are you going to go through were... and try and list like most films that I have in my top five? Oh, I thought they were kind is of this, on the same Is this how you want to ruin? Is this how you're trying <laughs> oh, to get in? Oh guys, guys, this happens every time we have a list. There goes Jay another segment. Can't help. Scratch that. Jay can't help. Top five. No matter what, you, you, I'll say no, you can't have like eight in your top five. Just five. And you go, yeah, cool, cool, cool. And then you'll do exactly what he just did then, which is, yeah, but it's like films that like could be the top five. No, um, but I don't have Wayne's World 2 or Bill and Ted 2 in my top five at all. Yeah, but I but do. I, I'm complimenting what you're, you're saying. Mm, I'm compliment me after I've gone through my list. <laughs> Otherwise, why am I here? Let's just go home. <laughs> I you, ha- you started with bloody um <laughs> with Gollum as number five and that was my number one last week hey that was last week get over it all right it's last week <laughs> i've been thinking about it all for the whole <laughs> <Yeah>. week <laughs> you st- <laughs> oh you started with number five all right uh number four so i go to number four um well sure, no you want to talk do, about do bill it. and ted i thought yeah i thought no, it was good fine. was uh, that was the one with uh mr death yeah or mr yeah the reason why I brought up Bill and Ted is because during my, uh, you know, upbringing, it was a film that just sort of meant a lot. Those films meant a lot. So while it wasn't the best sequel um, in the world to everybody, to me it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah, it I was watched very it on much VHS just over and over. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, for me, I'm going to go the, I'm going to go Crocodile Dundee 2. I guess yeah, you can call it a comedy, sure. Well, yeah, it was funny because some of mine are a bit questionable. No, no, no it's but it's comedy. good. It what is funny. Um, but kidding. the first, the first film was a breakout hit, of course. You know, it was massive. Um, but I thought the second one was was really good. It wasn't quite the first, but it was still very. I thought it was a quite a strong follow up. Which know? is the one where they go to, um, like they they're actually in LA the whole time. Uh, at, the, at the end of the, in, in the first, he goes to New York, right? Yes. Which is the whole knife scene, you know, this is, mine's bigger than yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the, in the second, they go back to Australia. They take um, take Linda back to Australia. Yeah, right. And there's a bit of both in both one and Paul two. Hogan so it's very similar. Sleeps Number with three, her I think, her. is the LA one, which is horrible. Yes. And the Germans finance that just to get it made. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's fine. Oh, whatever. Yeah. It was with the kid. Anyway, yeah, number two I thought was good. Yeah, it's, it's not quite equal to the first, but not too far behind. What's your number four? Uh, so my number four is, are you ready for it? No. It's a bit of a thinker. This is 40. Um. Okay, the 
prequel is not jumping out to me is Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow, Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul, Paul Rudd. Oh, there is a little connection here. It's coming to me. Yeah, because they... Um, and it's a tenuous sequel. Yeah. What okay. is the original base? It's, it's like a little string, yeah. Knocked Up is the original. And Paul Rudd, and I can't remember his wife's name, but they are characters in Knocked Up. Mm. So he made a yeah, sequel. Yeah, it was a spin-off. It but, was... Yeah, but, but he called it a sequel yeah. rather than, you know, people won't officially call it a sequel, but he, but Judd Apatow said, no, this is a sequel, but we're done with the other story. We're now following these guys. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, I actually really like This Is 40. It's it's kind of wasn't a massive success, but it's actually a no. really strong watch. Well, one of the main reasons I put it in there was because of that thought process. Because I, I, I get that you're splitting hairs when you're talking about uh, is this a spin-off or, sure. a, or not. No, but but if you're if the writer-director says, well, actually, no, this is this is a sequel for me, but we're done with the other story and we're just going to focus on this story now. And fine, you know, great. I really enjoyed the fact you did that. It was, it was fun. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was great, especially being 40. Uh, yeah, I well, get that. Yeah, no, yeah no. very relevant. Uh, <laughs> Leslie Mann is the uh, wife, and she, I think, I believe she's married to Judd Apatow. <laughs> right. Well, the, there's another excuse for her, them to do that sort of film. Yeah, get them in a movie. Yeah. What do you got? What do you got for three? Three, three, three. Um... I have number three is going to be Twenty Two Jump Street. Yeah, good one. Yeah, yeah, look, look, it's not as good as the first one, in my opinion, but it's pretty funny it's and pretty it's still funny. fun and it's it's good. That's not. Is it the one where he's running on the track? No, is it the? I can't remember which one. When he number, takes the drugs. Number two, Twenty Two is the one with the um the helmet car, the little. They're in college, yeah. In the, in the yeah, movie. they go to Ibiza, I think, Ibiza, to yeah. do a drug bust. And yeah, it's very good. I, I, yeah, it was fun. I thought, I thought it was pretty pretty decent for a sequel. You yeah. Know, a, a quick follow-up. I enjoyed it. Wayne's World 2. What's your number two? <laughs> no, talk about it. Talk about it. Uh, look, Wayne's World again. You know, I like everything that means something to me in my life. And Wayne's World as a film meant everything as it did to many other millions of people out there. But um, Wayne's World 2, like, you know, <laughs> again, was it the greatest film ever? No, but sequels generally aren't. Um, but I, I will still watch this film over and over again just because I enjoy it. Like, that's that's the only way I can do my top fives. Do I enjoy these things personally? Yes. Yeah. I'm not trying to recommend people to go out and watch these things. Look, there's a heap of cult films that come, uh, cult comedies that come out in generations. You yeah. know, you, we've talked about, um, uh, like obviously Wayne's World. You had Bill and Ted, which was a bit before that. Yeah. You had Zoolander, which was a bit after a bit that. After that, yeah. You know, even um, Notorious Dynamite was a cult comedy. You know, yeah, yeah. It depends on what age you are when they come out. They and come out, yeah. so for me, um, I loved Bill and Ted. Sure. Because that was the right age for me. Wayne's World was just on the cusp cusp for me and I missed Zoolander yeah I was like 21 or whatever it might have been so I had to go back and, and see Zoolander after and kind of get the cult vibe yeah, you know yeah. which I did actually but it yeah. took a while you know because oh, everyone really? was coming yeah. and quoting it and yeah. like Napoleon Dynamite as well and Napoleon I wasn't part Dynamite. of all that really yeah. but I appreciate it you know well uh, one of my favourite things about World uh, <laughs> World War 2 about uh, Wayne's World 
two is uh, Alice Cooper uh, playing a part because they they do a concert and all that sort of stuff, and then Alice Cooper comes in, and you expect that he's going to be this like complete metalhead, I guess. And then they start talking to him, and he's like, "Well, Wayne, um, if you think about the Native Indian, and he just goes like that." And as a kid, I found that really funny, because you know I knew Alice Cooper as the guy who you know, ripped yeah. chickens' heads off, and yeah, that sort of stuff, and and sung some songs which were pretty dark. Um, gosh, it's getting tough up the top end. No, not for me because you've mentioned them already, so. <laughs> I'm going to go, um, number two for me is Ace Ventura, um, <laughs> When Nature Calls. <laughs> Did you have that? <laughs> no? Yes, no? Yes, no. <laughs> that's fine. No, 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 but that's good. I mean, that's where you should have it, right? Yeah. I'm not angry well, at it's, that. It's, look, to I'm be honest, mad, I'm, I'm not mad. It's almost number one for me, but, you know, and, and I know people might look at that going, what? You're either into Ace Ventura or you're not. Right. If you are, you I think you'll appreciate how rewatchable number two is. Like I still probably enjoy watching number one more than number two. Yeah. But number two, I can watch easily a oh. lot of times, and it keeps on giving, and just a really good sequel. You yeah. know, to a movie that was an absolute. Well, we're just talking about yeah. raving cult success. You know. Yeah. So I just thought it was brilliant. Um, yeah. So that's that's definitely uh, my number two. Okay, you want my number two? Yeah. Army of Darkness. Okay, yeah, okay, good, all right. Sequel? Yeah, what, yes, it is a sequel. Well, it's a, yep, third part of the, yeah. Yeah, that's a sequel. And we've spoken about on the podcast that, you know, Evil Dead doesn't turn to horror comedy, comedy till two, does a little bit, and then three is pretty much comedy, yeah. And you talk about quotable lines, you know, after seeing that, you're just you're wandering around the video store. Shop smart. Shop S-smart. <laughs> um, and things like that. <laughs> can we please watch Evil Dead one day together? I don't know if I can commit to that. I told you, I'll do it if you watch three episodes of CPD. All right, we've talked about that. All right, well, let, let's move on. Number one. <laughs> Before I go to number one, I want to do my honorable mentions. I like that. Number Try one's got to have suspense. Do it. Suspense, I can't Get understand. Get out of your system. Yeah. Okay. A <laughs> couple of uh, sequels that I really liked yeah. that need mentioning, right? Yeah. Some are old, which I, I thought was nice to mention, you know, but I'm sure when you watch them today, I have seen some of these today that yeah. are a little bit how you're doing, but Cannonball Run 2 was okay. okay. Yeah. European Vacation was good. Sure. Compared, like, not as good as Vacation, but it was pretty decent. Yeah. Had some good laughs. Police Academy 2 was still okay. Yep. Number one was great. Number two was still okay. Uh, Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's there. It was It was good. Yeah. Right. It was good. It wasn't a bomb, put it that way. It was still yeah. a decent entry. The other, other one I wanted to mention is a bit um, topical in the fact that they're action comedies, right? So you can say, oh, you know. <laughs> But they're comedy. They have comedy. They do have comedy. They're comedies, but they happen to be action. They all came out in in you know similar decade, I guess. It was it was definitely the yeah. Well, no, it was kind of mid mid eighties to mid nineties. Oh, okay, all right. 
But they're all good entries as as the sequel. Rush Hour as a two. sequel, yep. Rush Hour two, yeah, yeah. bang. Yeah. Lethal Weapon two, bang. Now Lethal Weapon two became more of a comedy. The first one's kind of serious. Yeah, you know? it has of, yeah. some humor, but. And the other one is Beverly Hills Cop 2. So I'll put them all together. Yeah, they're all pretty decent. Pretty decent sequels. Did you want to go through your honourable mentions before your number one? I love that. Or you have not? Um, no, I mean, look, you covered pretty much most of them there. No, is that a stab? That's not a stab, actually. No, you, you've, you've covered a lot of good ones okay. there. So. My number one is, again, it's a genre... It's a mixed genre, so people go, oh, this is not comedy. But hey, it's to me, definitely it's a, it falls within comedy genre as well. Right. Yeah. My number one is Back to the Future 2. Yeah. Mm. My top five. I, I, need to, I need to go to the um, the replay on that one. It's my top five. I'm putting it up. Like you the... said in the first bloody top, top ten countdown or whatever, I remember when I banged on for half an hour about it needs to be this, it needs to be that, it needs to be this, and you go, Jay, that's good, mate, that's nice, but it's my top ten. I don't need to remember how you banged on for half an hour because <laughs> you're just doing it again. No, no, but, definitely. Uh, look, Back to the Future t- one, two, and three is one of my favourite trilogies of all time. Definitely has comedy in there. There's no question. It's, you know, it's adventure. It's slightly fantasy. Number two is definitely sci-fi. I get all that, but at the end of the day, you're watching it as primarily a adventure comedy. Sure. And yeah. number two, even though it's a little bit darker, uh, it's still a great sequel with lots of laughs. Ace Ventura and Edge Calls. Right. Cool. I have that as number two. I, I actually tossed those two around. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why um, is that, though? What's your history? Wow. Oh, <laughs> Collect the whole set. Um, uh, look. <laughs> Excuse me. Your balls are showing. <laughs> Bubble Bajuno. <Mijuna. laughs> I just, uh, I, I don't know. A slinky, like, a slinky. Everyone is a slinky, a slinky, a slinky. Go, slinky, go. Coming up to Christmas. I tend to mix up uh, all of the, the songs that he does when he's going up, when he climbs all his way up to the um, uh, Shaolin Shine, Temple yeah. Shrine, yeah. And he's like, Alrighty then. And he goes that for a while, yeah. And then I sort of meld into, um, you know, for taking the <laughs> One of my favourites is uh, Hey ho Chicka shitty bang bang Chicka shitty bang bang We love you Hey ho Oh he wants to go off road <laughs> Nobody wants to play with me <laughs> Like a glove Yeah we could do this online. Yeah yeah I mean there's plenty Do not pass go Do not collect $200 <laughs> You must be the Monopoly guy <laughs> Oh my god Do I have something in my teeth? <laughs> oh, so good. Um, yeah, so there's plenty of those that you can, uh, you know, and, and one's not uh, lines, but when he um, he gets <laughs> he, he's going to get arrested or something near the end of the film, and he's like, <laughs> drop and roll, and he sort of just every oh, all yeah, lights yeah. are on, and he's just dropping and rolling around the room, yeah. turning off the lights, and uh, this must be a lovely room of death. <laughs> or this is my favorite. You ready? Uh, like, white devil, white devil, and then throws a spear. Is like, it's in the bone. 
It's in the bone. Yeah. It's in the bone. Yeah. Oh, so good. And then, like, when he gets the two spears thrown into both of his legs... And he's looking at both of them. And, like, there's plenty of memes that do this. And he's like, ah! <laughs> 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 It's so stupid when yeah. you think about it, but hilarious at the time. Three darts is too much. Or it's five. Five darts <laughs> is too much. Anyway. Um, righto. Well, oh, there you go. Excellent. There's my, uh, my, there's top, my five. top five. My top five. My top five. Yeah, nice. My top five. Well, coming up next is, uh, is Parangabler and the Caravan of Bengabler. What? Is oh. that dogs, 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 dogs. Is this a blue. new segment? Is this what you're, you're talking like, about? Do you like it? It's called Shite Impressions. <laughs> so this is a new segment, guys. Really thought that, um, you know, Jay and I like to pull off different types of, um, well, him guys on the side of the road and me just uh, impressions. So um, really thought, did you pick that up? I just had a massive go at you. Yeah, no, I didn't actually. Oh my god, you were, I, I was get, working no on one, my impression. Sh- sh- no one, <laughs> I could see, no one say anything and he'll have to listen to this back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I can't believe I snuck that one in. I oh, know, you snuck it in. Oh, it was good. Because I was rehearsing. It was a zinger. And scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, so what we thought we'd do is uh, pick This is some... just purely shits and gigs, guys. Oh, purely. Because yeah. we are not the greatest We are going to embarrass ourselves, but yeah. hey. But I listen to a lot of podcasts where people that are, that are great impressions yeah. um, bring them off. And I keep thinking, I man, it. I could do that. And then yeah. I, I do them. I record myself and think, don't do that in public. Ever. Yeah. So um, what are we doing? We're going to do it in public. Yeah. <laughs> because it's fun, Live it on the you're edge. Gonna, you're going to have a laugh at yourself every so often, You do, right? man. You do. So uh, we thought today we'll start off with, uh, we you know, of course, we could go Jim Carrey, but uh, we, I tend, we tend to do Jim Carrey every episode. So. Yeah, like we just did for half an hour. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think um, one of your suggestions, Jay, was uh, let's go with Christopher Walken because, you know, he's a recognizable and um, people do impressions of him. But we then chose Arnold Schwarzenegger because that's an that's easy right. place to start. That's right. Because uh, Christopher Walken became a bit too hard. A bit too hard because we realised that if we got it really wrong, no one would... If you don't know who Christopher Walken is... We need to work towards Walken. <laughs> we, uh, we have to go for a walk. Towards Walken. Towards Walken. We can't okay. start with a Walken. Okay, so we're going to go with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, which everyone has a version of that. Yeah. So I think that's a good way to, uh, you know, dip our toe in. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 in my head, I was preparing for walking, so uh, uh, I haven't got really anything prepared, but I'll come up with something. Right. That's how I work. Okay. So you go first. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't even know how this segment will go. Oh, yeah. So what we, our idea was um, we would have a line each and we'd do two lines. Okay. Okay. Um, so Jay will do two lines and I'll do two lines, but we'll do one line at a time. Okay. Who are we? Channel Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I'll start with an easy one. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Just got to got, got I've got to sink into the character Is a bit. Is this now. your impression? Just fucking no, no. mental, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to sink into the character. Feel the character. Yeah. Get. 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 
Get to the chopper. That was hey. alright. That was alright. Yeah. From where I was sitting, it sounded yeah. You didn't think I'd get there in the end. I wasn't sure what you were doing. I was just getting into character. <laughs> you were about to go to sleep. <laughs> I, I had my eyes, eyes closed. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to just get into character and you know. Oh my god. I, I need I yeah, I need to do that. Ah, I need to... Come with me if you want to live. Oh god, that was terrible. Some of that was okay. Yeah, I, I, I there was elements of that yeah. were pretty good. I, I felt it for a moment and then I lost the The <laughs> gravel was was good. Yeah. That's about it. Well, I, I can't say anything. Oh. <laughs> I sound like Ludo from um from uh, Labyrinth. What? Have you seen Labyrinth? Yes. Rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what about this one? Uh, I'll give you the famous line of uh, "It's not a tumor." You, you can have that that's one. That's what right? I was coming up with. Then, yeah. Yeah. Right. Cool. No, you can have that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's easy. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Quads. <clears throat> and are you, are you gonna? Are you, <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> consider it a device. No, no, no. Consider it a device. No, shit. <laughs> no, I've lost it. That's it. Stop there. No. No, that's it. Done. Done. Damn Done. it. <laughs> Consider it. <laughs> no, you're done. <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, you get, you go. Look, you know, I don't get it right. This is the way it happens. Um, yeah. Right, okay. You dive into it, right? Like, just, just get into it. <laughs> I was... Can I do consider it a divorce? Consider it a divorce? Consider this a divorce. No, do it. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor! <laughs> no. God, man. We haven't played this back going, this, this, is hard this segment hurt. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you know what? The segment's probably great. We suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right, oh, guys, if you think there's an impression you'd like to hear us attempt, oh, write to us at um, twodrunkguysofftopic at gmail.com. Yeah. Find us on... And uh, we'll get back to you. Yeah, Instagram. <laughs> I think we have to go. We have to get to the chopper. <laughs> we'll do our best to, to, to get it right as, as good as we can. I think I, need, I sound like I need to go to the toilet. <laughs> All right. Oh, there's Arnold. Uh, Tick or cross? But that's what we get for our shite impressions. <laughs> so we're moving on. Hemsworths vs. Francos. Last week, if you remember, I said that uh, I was going to try and make contact with um, one of the members of the families. But why would I do this, Jason? Why would I do this? It's because there's a competition going. Yeah. And it's between the Hemsworths, the Francos, as to who can contact me. Yeah. I'm going to help them out with that. reversal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to help them out and just, you know. Because they little... probably don't listen to the podcast. Well, exactly. Yeah. And, and that's that, fair enough. That's fair enough. There are yeah. a couple of people in the world that don't. Yeah. And they're, they're one of those. And there's a couple of people who do. <laughs> exactly. Where are the rest? I don't know. Um... But uh, I said last week that I would yeah try and make contact with one of the family. So I I, I, I tried. How'd you go? Well, I'll tell you what I did. You I spent one night in prison? I wrote a tweet. Okay. 
I wrote a tweet to Liam Hemsworth. Liam, okay. Yeah. So Liam is the middle brother, the young, uh, the youngest brother. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Luke got, is oldest. Luke is Chris oldest, yeah. is middle. Liam is youngest. I'm making this up. But sure. I think that's right. Yeah. One of the brothers. But definitely Liam. I know that. And uh, I wrote, hi. Hashtag hi? No. Just wrote hi. Just hi. <laughs> Hang on. Was that, was, that, was that on behalf of Off Topic or Sean? Me. Oh, yeah, good. Well, yeah. this, is nothing, this is, you know, just part of my journey. We're, we're just documenting it here yeah, on Off Topic. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, That's good. So I just thought, you know, just reach out. Because I don't want to end up in some legal freaking shit for five years, you know. For what, though? <laughs> what would you get in trouble for? People tweet, have you seen what the President Trump yeah, tweets true. out? Yeah, true, true that. What do you say? I wouldn't, I, you know, I don't know why you call me an idiot or something like that. I don't call you short and fat, is what he said to um, <laughs> the, the other guy that owns, you know, uh, nuclear missiles. Because oh, that's what you do on Twitter. Right. Push yeah. people's buttons. <laughs> nuclear buttons. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun game to play. Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, so no, I, so we, we won't get in trouble. I just wrote, hi, I, I, I don't know. What else? Maybe he would, Maybe he would get back to that. And and then I start the conversation. We go out yeah. for dinner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> move on from there. And did he? Doesn't it work to like you? that? Is that? Swipe right. <laughs> did did he get back to you? No, I didn't hear nothing. anything. No, nothing. Crickets. Lots of crickets. Sound effect now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's fine. I tried. That's all I can do. So do you have a, uh, what's your plan C? I'm going to contact <laughs> someone plan else. Plan C? I'm going right. to contact another family member with a different type of message. Okay. Is that okay? Okay. Okay. I'm going to keep going like this to Christmas on my own, and then I might ask for a bit of help after. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. They just don't know that they want to be involved in this competition yet. <laughs> I'm just going to try and help them understand that there's a competition that involves them. <laughs> a little bit. Doesn't our resident uh, movie expert Shane doesn't hasn't he even interviewed Chris? Yeah, but I mean it doesn't That's mean that's not fair. Well, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll I'll head to these sort of more direct contacts later. Yeah. I, I just wanted to be organic. I told All you. Right. Okay. You know. Um, let's You're move putting on. Putting your love out into the universe, and we'll just see what happens. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We'll be making films in no that. time together. What's that? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. So, okay. Bye. The last segment of the night, the segment that proves that we've been drinking, <laughs> is Two Drunk Guys and... A Bucket. That's right. We've possibly had a bucket or two of... Beers. Beers, by this point. <laughs> um... I've been a little bit light tonight, actually. I, you I, um, are. You're a lightweight. Yeah. You okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's just a heavy week. Yeah. But that's fine. I think nine beers is pretty good for a light yeah. night, right? <laughs> uh, that's you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if I'm you... still drunk from Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. If you, um, yeah, your thing is, man, I'm getting sober tonight. <laughs> um. If, I'm going to smash sober. <laughs> yeah. 
Now, if you haven't heard this segment before, basically what we do is we'll take a word and we'll try and associate that with films that we've seen, uh, link it to films that we've seen, and generally go on this sort of nostalgic ride um, through cinema history. Yeah, the film annals. Yeah, if cinema history stopped at somewhere in the 80s. (laughs) (laughs) Wish I kind of wish it would. It did in some way. Some way. Although uh, we wouldn't have had Ace Ventura 2. Okay, let's get it to the uh, 90s. End of the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get in, stop the end of the 90s. Yeah, 1999 was one of the best years in film. Okay. Although we've had plenty of good stuff in the 90s. Anyway. Sure. Let's not get bogged down. So do you know what the word I've got for tonight? What? Let me, let me pick it up. Get it out of my bucket here. You we should have uh, some thinking music while you're doing no. this. Well, it's not thinking, is it? It's more about just slow just picking Just background up. music, you know. Okay. Love in an elevator, living it up when you're going down. And then we get sued at that point. Too oh, much. Too much. Too much that song. Oh, two seconds too, too long. Yeah. Yep. Snap. That's the word. Oh, I thought you, that's what you were thinking about my singing. <laughs> yeah. Snap. Snap. Out Snap. Of Snap. Exactly. Good one. Yeah. Drinks. Snap. <laughs> Snap. That's what we're doing. Um, and you just, because you, basically what Jason did, if you didn't come across on the, the mics there, he said snap and he snapped his fingers. Yeah. It's a bit of a, I think it was kind of a 2010 kind of thing that was quite popular at the time. Really? I've never known that. Oh, I left. Right. I left here in 2010. Hmm. I went to a bit Oh, no, more I think it was all cultured. over the world. It was, no, it was, it was very Western. It was definitely It wasn't not, Aussie. I've never heard of it before. It was kind of like, um, you know, have another shot or happy times or snaps, snap. Oh, no, I've never heard. Stop it, please. I, I, okay. I don't know what's going on. Fair enough. I don't know. Ginger snaps. Ginger snaps. Okay, good. That's Fill food. Them. Film, horror film. Oh, yes. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do they, remember they that. They spawned like three or four sequels or something. I even had that on some like VHS, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was oh, kind God, of a... Ginger Snaps. It was kind of a werewolf, light werewolf. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say light, actually. It was kind of a... <laughs> it was kind of a um, school-aged werewolf horror flick. Teen cool. horror flick, yeah. But, you know, with what you were doing before, there's a direct link to your clicking. Exactly, Adam's family, right? Snap. Snap. And snap became like a boom. You know, like, yeah, drop drop the mic. Oh. That's what it is, like snap, bang. Anyway. I think it's just because you're so white. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, thought, I thought you should have been giving you know, uh huh, honey. No. Sort of, oh, I was so into that, I'd knock my mic everywhere. Oh, that's funny. But you know what I mean? Like, that yeah. sort of is that the sort of snap no, you're talking about? No, no, it's just like, it's like, you know, snap. But, but you're not snapping, you're dropping a pen on the table. No, but it's the equivalent that dropping a pen is today. Snap was 2010. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I have you ever played fish? No, snap. Like... <laughs> the card game snap, or is it fish? I've played snap. Or do you snap when you fish? I don't know. Or fish when you snap. I've played. I've played snap. Yeah, snap is when you have the 
same card. Yeah, going down. You, and you yeah, snap and you it. snap. Yeah. yeah, it's like boom. Yeah, I play it like my kids now. Boom. Yeah. What are we talking about? Snap. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where are you hanging out? Like in the streets of Cabramatta <laughs> or something in a back alley. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Rolling the dice. What else are you anything? What's going on? What's what are you feeling? <laughs> uh, Adam's family. I'm that's just, that's what you got. I'm hung up on your <laughs> your snap you. journey. <laughs> yeah. I like. Um, I feel. What about? Um, Do you remember in 2009 when everyone was just naked? <laughs> you know, like this. <laughs> naked. <laughs> What a great trend! I know. No, it was like it was like planking. Remember that stupid thing okay, that was I out do, like do in twenty fifteen yeah, or whatever. Planking. Yeah. Well, look at that weird. and be red cheeked. That was weird. What about um, snapping? Snapped. People snapping in films. Like in going off way? the fucking rail. Oh right. Okay. Oh. Like. Oh, like mentally snapping. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, one of the greatest snaps in fucking film history yeah. is, it's coming to me, is falling down. Yeah. Yes. Michael Douglas. Yeah, MD. Joel Schumacher. Yeah. Do you it know what? It was really pretty fucked up, actually. Yeah, it was one of my favorite films growing up. Oh, <laughs> Right, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Seriously. Wow. But I tried to watch it again recently and it just didn't quite... Now, half the film really did and then it got really boring. In the end? The last half or... Sort of the middle. Boring, the middle. Yeah. If you could yeah. separate the beginning and end, the crap, the middle part was really good. Okay. Yeah. You know, obviously he when he snaps and he walks into the... Um, Mashers or the fast food. Well, there's a fast food, but he also walks into um, like a grocer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember? Yeah. And... and yeah, they're trying to overcharge him for something, and yeah, he gets really Shit, worked yeah. up about it, and yeah, yeah. It was famous for um for people who haven't seen it. He walked into a Macca's. It may not have been a Macca's. He walks in at ten thirty and ten thirty five, and he wants a breakfast. Yeah, and they basically say that it's you know <laughs> breakfast is over. Yeah, you know he's like, no, I want my breakfast, and they're like, yeah, it's ten thirty five, sir. Yeah, but it's like five minutes. Come on, just give me a, my, my breakfast, my bacon and egg, whatever. You yeah, know? yeah. And yeah, he loses his shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I can't say that this is fact, but it's because of that film that we now have all day breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sure. Because <laughs> everyone mean, thought they could just go in and run those lines. Well, it certainly held a, a mirror up to us, that's for sure. Mm. What other, uh, what other wonder... while we're on snapping, what other, what other characters in film have snapped? Like that? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I kind of went a different direction. Oh, okay. Yeah. I went into 127 hours. Oh, are we? Yeah, and having to snap your basically That's your good. arm and like bones that. and stuff. I like that. Yeah, to, to get out. If you haven't seen it, uh, James Franco, uh, based on true story, gets his arm when huh. he's... When he's going through canyons, gets his arm caught in a boulder, uh, yeah. in a wall. Oh. Yeah, and he's just stuck there. And the only option he he has is to free himself from the uh, boulder. From the boulder, but he he's stuck. His arm's stuck. His arms. His his hand and he's wedged. Is, yeah, is it's not coming out. It's no. not coming out. 
it's just 100, 100% not coming out, so he has to separate himself from that boulder. I'll leave your imagination to, to run the rest. It's a very, very graphic scene, that. Yeah. It's a very good film. Danny Boyle directed really well, yeah. Yeah, really Hard good. Hard film to make. And jo- obviously, you brought it back to James. Uh, Franco. Snap brought it back to James. Uh, <laughs> and um, I think you just wanted to do the snap as in the bone to bring it back to misery as well. Oh, Tell me you got go. misery, right? Well, I mean, that's... I, ankle, I, didn't, I didn't have snap. it, but I mean, yeah. So back to 127 hours. So he finally comes to terms with the fact that he has to snap his yeah. arm. But the, what what's... That's not the... Oh, I'm about to spew... <laughs> If I faint, just pick me up. <laughs> it's that kind of scene, my gosh. So he cracks his, his um. Oh, sorry, I just popped the mic. He, he cra- cracks his arm, his yeah. bone, which is the, what's that bone called? Uh, let's call it the, the fibula. Fibula, cracks his fibula. Now that's bad enough, right? And then it's kind of loose between his um forearm and his elbow. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But then he grabs his fucking dodgy, um. Knife, which yeah, is like, like a, a Swiss Army knife, Swiss Army basically, knife, yeah. which is really rusty because he's yeah. been cutting things all the time, and he's literally got a sore through his skin, right? And tendons. Yeah. Oh, you but, get and no, no, yeah, no. So he starts with his skin. Yeah. And the tendons is his ne- next level, and then he gets to the nerves. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god! And the way that Danny Boyle does it is like this electric eel. Yeah, like just pulsates through yeah. your ear when he cuts when he hits the nerve. Yeah, it's like, it's like oh my god, that's horrible. It's too much. Really yeah. well done. Yeah, really well done. Um, taxi driver, there's a snap. Yes, Bobby. Oh my god, that's yeah. a snap. And misery from your snapping. I wish I, I was on that line because that, that's great. I like I like that sort of snapping. Well, yeah, I didn't even sensation. think of snap either. Like the what you brought up. Because yeah, misery is so great for that. One twenty-seven hours. There's got to be more in your thing. But yeah, taxi driver for sure, right? That's a complete snap. Um, okay, here's a little bit of a deep cut. Higher learning. Oh yeah, from a person snapping. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so you've got Michael Rappaport. Yeah. Who plays a a, a guy right. who who comes in. Um, just as a regular kid and over the, the journey of um, or the course of this film um, turns into uh, white supremacy and mm. snaps and um, goes up on top of a clock a watchtower and starts yeah, shooting at people and stuff. Isn't the, uh, from the director of um, Boys in the Hood? Um, what's his name? Uh, John Singleton. It's John Singleton, yeah. yes. Mm. Boys in the Hood, High Learning. Yeah. And one of the of those films I can't quite recall at the moment. But uh, what was the film with um, Janet Jackson? Um, pa- pa- uh, I don't know what I'm thinking. Poetic Patriot. Justice. Yeah, Poetic. Yeah, yeah I have the two pack. Yeah, I don't think that was his, by the way, John Singleton. No, that came to mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was a definite snap. American Psycho. Snap. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember oh, that? Did you ever see that? Oh no, American Psycho. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'm just sorry. I, I'm just trying to think because I like those sort of films, and I, I mm. can't believe I didn't come up with any of those. Um, no, of course I, I love. It. I mean, I, I love even just the moment where they're looking at their different business cards, and he's obsessing about the the embossed style, and 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 yeah. it's really working him up as to these types the, of people. The business cards. Yeah, because I, I as much as I don't get the whole 
snapping to the whole level he is, I I would be sitting there with the business cards, looking at them, you know, exactly thinking the way he does. <laughs> Same as the reason I like Fight Club, uh, yeah. and when they're um, running through the sort of montage of prices on different yeah IKEA yeah. stuff yeah. and just talking about you know how you're not the beautiful unique snowflake and that and it really resonated with me at the time and how I thought about life yeah yeah very powerful. Um, I also went to something like. A cold snap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. So one of the first things that, that came to my mind was Jake um, Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. I say Gillen. You Gyllen. say Gillen. I'll say whatever. We say... Yeah, say whatever. I'll say whatever you want to say. Um, day after tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. That came because... Roland Emmerich, I think it was, yeah. Yeah, the film... The film, look, the film is what it is. Yeah, it's it really a complete is. disaster. It's... Entertaining, but it had these pack of wolves that were sort of running around oh, the city. Yeah, I remember that. And that that just freaked me out. Yes, yeah. they're scary, man. Wolves. Do you know? Um, oh, completely, man. I get it's it. So like, and what another film which has got two things in common with that film, Frozen, Snap, and uh, Wolves is uh, Frozen the movie. Oh yeah, not the uh, Disney Frozen. Yeah. Let it be. No, let it. Let it snow. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Let it snow, let it, oh no, let it go. <laughs> let it go, let it go. Yeah, that one. My daughter's watched them around. Oh my anyway. God. Let it snow. Yeah. <laughs> um, Frozen. Remember when sure. they, there's a little indie horror, and you may not have seen it, but um, they go to like a, a ski field, and they hop on a ski lift, the three of them, and they just get that last run. And then the ski lift stops halfway through the um, the run. Yeah. So they're stuck in the middle of the uh, ski lift. Yeah. So they're halfway up the hill kind of thing. Everything turns off. Everyone goes home. They're stuck up there by themselves. And it's a long weekend. Yeah. Do you remember this? No. Right. No, no, no. Definitely It's pretty not. good. It's a good little um, indie yeah. indie thriller horror. My girls love it. And oh, um, I'll, I'll pop it on my... Uh... So they have to go through the frostbite and then they one dude decides to jump off the ski lift and they're pretty high, so he breaks a leg, he falls, <laughs> he can't move anywhere, insert wolves, yeah, shit pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's not like supernatural or anything of that, it's based in the real world. Real world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Real, I mean, real world. Survival it's like uh, grey, the grey and all that. It's it's that kind of it's a, it's a survival tale. Yes. Good. But but yeah, the way they do the horror elements are quite graphic. When that when it happens, you you see stuff, you know. Um, yeah, so Frozen. Where were we? Snap, cold, and broken leg. Mm. Broken leg at the same time. Boom. Two snaps. <laughs> Two snaps. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also had a different angle for snap. I'm gonna click that. Hang on. Two snaps. You're not on that page, are you? No, I'm no. gonna get. I'm gonna find YouTube something on YouTube about that. But you don't have to because I'm watching you, and the way you were explaining it to me, it's meant to make you cool. <laughs> and but I so don't look cool. It's it's the opposite of it. Yeah. I don't know. What do I look like? You look like exactly. <laughs> I can film you. That's what you look like. No. Um, I'm sorry. I I don't want. I actually don't want to be mean about it because I, I I you know if that's what happened in 2010, that's what happened. <laughs> it was why you were away in, in uh, the UK. Um, 
What I do have. Okay, here we go. So you said a different angle. Like a curtain. Yeah, angle, I'm just or? thinking of. Yeah, that makes sense. No, no, I've got a different angle. <laughs> yeah. You missed my WWE pun. Oh, what was it? You, were saying? you have a different angle, like Kurt angle. Oh, jeez. I mean, I wouldn't have got that if you said it to my face like you did. Like... <laughs> Twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blank. All right. Kurt Angle, Kurt angle was it in my. You, for all your uh, WWE fans out there, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so many of them. Um, snap. Gridiron. NFL, American football. Mm-hmm. Where you, are you going? Well, do you, the, do you know what's called? Term. The term for when they um, start the play. Hut, hut, 21 hut. Yeah, that, 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 that what that is, that's, that, that's the snap. Oh, no, I had no idea. Yeah, so that's the snap. Really? Yeah. Oh, well then, mate, gridiron films, let's, we're here for another hour. I know, I know. But I'm just <laughs> going to list a couple of ones, uh, and hopefully if you can think of anything you like from them. Um, but I've got um, Wildcats, Goldie oh, Horn. gosh. Yeah. Dial back. It's better than diamond rings. Football. Wow. The football. I used to love that film when I was very young. Yeah. It was, again, it was fun. I'd hate to I watch I it now. I think had the hots for Goldie Horn. Back when, yeah, of course. Yeah, way back when. Yeah. Um, I had the replacements because I really enjoyed that uh, whole idea. Can oh. I tell you, replacements is so underrated. Yeah. That's Keanu Reeves, right? Yeah, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. yeah. So um, on that note, I want to bring up my um, uh, a listener of ours, Liam, uh, wrote in during the week and we want to force this into uh, next week's episode, right? And he talked about uh, what are the top ten, top five, whatever, um, most underrated films or the films that have had um, no accolades, that deserve accolades, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think Replacements is actually one of those films that's a real kind of cult success. But Maybe we can do a top five on it. Yeah, next, next week. week. Yeah, cool. <laughs> who, was, who was that from? That was from Liam. Liam. Yeah, Liam. All right. Thanks, Liam. So we'll yeah. come up with a, an official category for it. Yeah. And we'll come up with a top five. But yeah, I like Brilliant. that. And anyway, it just reminded me, because Replacements is definitely one of those films that kind of is, do you doesn't say, have accolades. Do you say Brill? Huh? Do you say Brill? Brill as in brilliant? Yeah. No. Yeah, it's 2017, man. I don't know if you see it. I should say Brill? Yeah, I'm, I'm starting. Oh, yeah, Brill. Yes, yeah. Hey, Brill, man. Right. It's real. Yo, 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 bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, it's late Can you stuff again for me? Just stuff again for me. Nah. No, okay. Fuck you, man. Um, <laughs> uh, You've got your camera in your hand. That's oh, a beer. It's a beer. It's <laughs> a <laughs> beer. Come on. Um, you, I know everyone, everyone that I've spoken to has loved this film. It's never, ever said any different. Remember the Titans. Oh. Hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Easy. Easy watch. Arguably um, the best gridiron film ever made. Inspirational. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Very inspirational. Um, On your talk, yeah, your talk. A bit Disney for me for to say it's the best. Okay. Um, when you're thinking about technically, I was just saying generally speaking. Uh, you can. Good. Well, what, what's like number general. one for you then? Um. I think if I'm going to go really gritty as a, a film as Any Given Sunday. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, you're right. Just because, yeah, it's it's a, it's a really, yeah, it's a really in-depth sort of Three hours. discussion. Yeah. You know, on a, and, and it's got um, 
uh, Al Pacino, of course. Yeah. Uh, but um, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Fox. And Cameron Diaz. Mm. It was a really good turn for Cameron Diaz, actually. Yeah, no, I agree, man. Any Given Sunday is definitely the most solid gridiron film ever made. But I've also but got another gridiron film, which would be your number one. Sorry, say that again. I've also got another film that I wouldn't call it a gridiron film, but it's certainly a gridiron film. And you haven't thought about it, which is crazy. And this is definitely your number one. Lucas? <laughs> Help me? Help you? Oh, yeah. Jerry Maguire. Jerry McFucking-Guire. That's what I'm saying, man. Oh, Show dude. me the money. Oh, man, I love that film. Um, oh that's all That's all surrounding that industry. Of course it you know, is. And in playing and so forth. So while it's not a gridiron film, it's uh, definitely a film with I'm almost brought to tears just thinking about it. <laughs> um, so you've got that. Then you've got things <laughs> like um, uh, Varsity Blues. Yes, very good film. And then it's um, spawned into a TV show. Yeah? yeah, which has done really well itself. Um, Friday Night Lights. Friday Night, oh, Friday Night Lights. That was a great film when it came out. Gridiron Gang, The Rock. There you go. Yeah. Then, then there are things like um, the remake of that um, prison film that was oh, supposed yeah, to be about soccer. Yeah, but uh, it was about gridiron instead. We call it gridiron. Uh, anyone from the US, unfortunately in Australia, because we have so much football around, yeah. whether it's soccer, rugby league, rugby union, yeah. we generally call most of that footy. Um, so NFL, gridiron. Yeah. yeah. Or American football. Or American football, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Gridiron Gang was The Rock. That didn't even have a theatrical in this country, I can tell you That's, that. Yeah. It was direct-to-video. Well, uh, I, I really liked it. It was fun. Where else is that? Um, well, yeah, in terms of Snap, that's me for um, that's me for Gridiron Films. Okay. And Snaps. What about um, The Draft? Oh, no, Draft Day. Draft Day, Kevin Costner. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. But... That's so that, many of them. Is that NFL? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was also the Mark Wahlberg Disney film called Yeah, about the Invincible. Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Invincible? Yeah, based on a true story. Invincible. Yeah, based yeah. on a true story. There's a, that was quite a lot. They're all oh, pretty good, dude, right? The Blind Side. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Blind Side. There you go. So there are all these, there are all these great films uh, surrounding that game, right? Yeah, that's um, great. Anyway, that was a good little... I, was, I like the little off-topic there with Snap. I like yeah, that. it worked well. It's probably one yeah. of the better ones to go all over the place. There's so many of them, right? It's like a little sub-genre within itself. Yeah, definitely. Hey, listen, uh, we're going we're gonna to go in a second, but before we do, can you just give me a, one of those little snaps again? One of those? Just Can I get, I want to get a photo of it? Hang on, wait. American Beauty. Snapped. Back onto my I'm little gonna, snap. I'm, I'm still coming. I'm, I'm going to post covering. this, everybody. Oh I'm going to video this quickly so you can see. Wait, wait, I need to put the lights on. Okay, we need to talk about what we're doing. Um, that pose is fantastic. Uh, I am filming, so off you go. Oh, you're filming? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that motherfucker. Do, do it again, do it again. What is that supposed to mean? Stop it. <laughs> is this like live? Are we still recording? Uh, so, yeah, that was great. Um, 
Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, if you haven't listened to Justice League review, go back and listen to that. We're going to release our review of War of the Planet of the Apes. It's out on uh, DVD, Blu-ray now. Um, so we're going to release that um, this week. And, uh, yeah, join us on um, social media if you want to uh, engage a little bit, have a chat, tell us what you think about anything, anything in life. You know, do you like potatoes? I like potatoes. Let's talk I about like that. I like potatoes. Um <laughs> trying to have a serious conversation over here, mate, you know, about potatoes. So yeah. come on. <laughs> uh, no, but thank you so much for uh, for joining us. See you next week. Miss you. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like the show, why don't you head on down to Facebook or Instagram and look up Off Topic with Two Drunk Guys. You'll find us there. We're going to be throwing up some extra content. Or if you just want to have a general chat, write to us to let us know how you feel about the show or any suggestions. Why don't you email us at twodrunkguysofftopic at gmail.com. Oh, look at that. Emails already. And so as not to forget, Facebook, Instagram, Off Topic with Two Drunk Guys. See you next week. Wait, wait, wait. You forgot Shane Bassett, our movie extraordinaire and all-round nice guy. He's our in-house movie critic. You can reach him on Twitter and Insta at movie underscore analyst. <laughs>